Come. heading yeah. all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to spirit of spirits season two episode 17 a very special birthday celebration for mr david low i am your host john Watkins, of course birthday boy over there is david low and what's supposed to I don't know what you're supposed to do, uh, but, <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna we got a great show lined up tonight. We're gonna kind of revisit a couple places. We're actually gonna talk about a place me and Dave have never talked about together on this show. But tonight we're gonna talk about I'm Patrick from the five most dangerous places that we think are the most dangerous in the U.S. In the U.S. <laughs> in the U.S. In the U.S. Uh, oh yeah. So great show lined up there, Dave. How, how things are going, man? Birthday week, uh, been g- enjoying it. Yeah, birthday week was good, bro. Cheers. Just um, you know, got the got the vacation last weekend, and then had my birthday on Thursday. Oh yeah. Well, you're like grandmother's in the living room. You're like what? Eighty five now? Eighty five? Eighty five. It seems like it. Um. No, 52 today. 52, man. Almost 85. 52. Hmm? Tip. That's that's old, Dave. It's pretty darn old. Oh, my birthday's next month, so I I can't talk too much. (laughs) Yeah, and you're going to be a grandpa, too, so. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes, yes yeah. I am. Yes I am. And neither one but, of us know, the, made it to fifty the, before. <laughs> the best dads get promoted to, to grandpa. grandpa. That's right. <laughs> so, leave sound way. Mine says Opa. I'm gonna be Opa. Yeah, Piper calls me Appa. I don't know if it's because I'm furry or. <laughs> you look like an alpaca. <laughs> I, I look. I look like a flying bison. I. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I look like a fly. <laughs> I look. I look like a sky bison. <laughs> Maybe that's the case. I don't know. That's funny. But and then you know, Desmond's too young to to call me anything right now, except for Ed. <laughs> well, before we get too far into this and, and into our squirrel moments, let me get go ahead and say that. 
I want to thank Anchor. Anchor is what allows us to do the podcast portion of this live cast. It allows us to throw them the audio portion. And they do all the hard work for you, man. They put it out there and they take it and they put it on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Uh, they'll sponsor you a little bit. I mean, it's it's all fun, fun, fun. They do it complete for free. So if you're looking to start up your own thing, go ahead and check out Anchor. It's a great place to start. And I also want to thank Restream. Restream is what allows us to do the multicasting all at the same time, to where we're not just on the Facebook Spiritual Spirits page, but we're live on YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter, Von Live. <clears throat> so lots of places where you guys can watch tonight, or even just go catch the uh, the, the latest video on any one of those. I want to thank Restream for that. So five. Okay, we're going to talk about five places, and I think we talked. We kind of did. We pick these places. On the air last week? I, no, it, I think it was off the was air. Off air? Off air, we, we picked these places. But, you know, we kind of picked them pretty fast. We it did? was like, oh, dude, it's going to be... Yeah, it's bam, 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 bam. We know exactly what we're going to yeah, be talking we about. Know, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, I've, I've always said... Right now. You know, three most haunted places for me are prisons... Will. Hospitals and antique shops, and and flashlights and flashlights. <laughs> apparently, um, but Jesus, purgatory pillow. Purgatory hello. Oh, I thought I said purgatory pillow. I was like, what the fuck? It's, no wonder purgatory you can't sleep, hello, <laughs> not. No and I was like, okay, that's weird. Mine's very talkative today. Um, anyway, so most of the places, I mean, the places that we're talking about are either prisons, prisons, hospitals, hospitals <laughs> or a combination of the two. Uh, yeah. And, and they're asylums or yeah. sanitariums. Yeah. And then we got one's outcast, outlier. But uh, we, got, we, got, <clears throat> we got one outlier. Which. Honestly, is one of the only hundreds we've given out when we started well, doing. The I was going to say, and that, that that outlier also. I mean, if we're talking well, about yeah. the same one, yeah, it has a hospital also, there. And it a has prison. a hospital and a, <laughs> and a prison, so it's got both, <laughs> and they're both haunted. Oh yes, very much so. So, but <clears throat> it's 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 your it's your birthday celebration, Dave. So. They're watching you, Dave. They're watching, watching you. Uh, and, of course, anybody who's online watching us tonight, feel free to chime in on the chat. Um, if you want to get some FaceTime, go ahead and hit the link or just call in. We'd be love to love, love, love to hear you. <clears throat> sure. But. Um, okay. So I was, I was thinking that we start with the one that we haven't talked about together. Okay. All right. Okay. Let me. Let me. So smart! I kept my notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you kept your notes. My all my notes were online, so oh, I just. But I've I've never talked about this place before, so I, I'm excited to get into this one. So the first place that I wanted to talk about is the Trans Allegheny uh, this, this Lunatic place, Asylum. This place is a phenom. Check all of the boxes. Bill, what's up, my man? It's a check all your boxes type of place um, out there in western West Virginia. It opened its doors in 1864. 
forcibly they had to close the doors in 1994. Hmm. So, so yeah, it was uh, okay. Subsequently, the Weston State Hospital um, was a Kirkbride psychiatric hospital that was operated from 1864 until 1994 by the U.S. government of the U.S. state of West Virginia in the city of Weston, West Virginia. Weston State Hospital got its name in 1913, which was used while patients occupied it, but it was changed back to its originally commissioned unused name, the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, after being reopened as a tourist attraction. That, yeah, yeah. Play. Dude, there, there's, there's some <clears throat> freaky shit that's happened in this place while it was open. The, like yeah. what, what the people did there. Yeah. I, I think the most interesting fact while this place was open, I mean, it is a lunatic asylum. <clears throat> I already called the fire department. <laughs> you need more than that because, you know, there's a very high fire area where I live. <laughs> they told me that I'm not allowed to light candles, <laughs> especially as many as I have. So this, this, this place did over oh. 4,000 lobotomies. In the what thirty year span it was open, one doctor in a two week span did over two hundred and twenty eight lobotomies himself. That is freaking crazy. Let's just—I mean, this dude was just shoving ice picks up people's brains and scrambling them around. (laughs) Next, (laughs) it was like, "All right, let's make an omelet." (laughs) Yeah, you want them extra fluffy? (laughs) Be careful. Be careful. Right, I agree. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was interesting. Um, what does it say? Designed by Gothic Revival and Tudor Revival styles by Baltimore architect Richard Snowden Andrews. It was constructed from 1858 to 1881. Originally designed to hold 250 people, it became overcrowded in the 1950s with 2,400 patients. Yeah. It was forcibly closed in 1994 due to changes in patient treatment. The hospital was bought by Joe Jordan in 2007 and is open for tours and other events to raise money for its restoration. Coming. The hospital. Um, Jesus, you guys. Are you guys talking to each other? Yeah, I said I'm coming. <laughs> and mine said scratch. <laughs> the hospital's main building is claimed to be one of the largest hand-cut stone masonry buildings in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And the second largest hand-cut sandstone building in the world. Yeah. With the only bigger one being the Kremlin. Yeah. And out of sandstone, dude. I mean, this... Dude. It's Talk just screaming me. paranormal activity. <laughs> Talk with you. Sandstone, person. limestone, those kind of sedimentary oh, yeah, they rocks. Just, they just... Hunger. Ur. Hunger. Hunger, angel. <laughs> Female Jeez. employee was actually raped and killed there. And they actually kept their kept their corpse locked up. Ninety two patients committed suicide. But yeah, that 
<clears throat> they didn't find her corpse for <laughs> uncomfortable. Eight days. See, uncomfortable. Yeah, okay. they didn't. They and didn't I f- just, I just want to say this, and I'm normally not superstitious. Yeah, but the total, the total area in acres of this lot is 666 acres. That's, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. That's really interesting. I, Married. Nice. <laughs> I, I remember I'm, seeing quite a few ghost hunting shows, you know. Or I they, know Ghost Adventures was there. Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures, uh... Uh, Destination, Destination Fear. Fear, yeah, they were there. Uh, uh, what's the other? Kindred Spirits went there. Kindred Spirits were there. Yeah, I think every everybody and their dog that was because it's open for that. Yeah, they they actually allow you to come in and investigate. But it's one I of mean, those mostly places it's tours where, and stuff. But it's one of those places where they, it's a guarantee hit. Yeah, like they're going to get something at this place. You're there. Yeah, they're going to get. <clears throat> you're going to get activity. At least that's the way it feels on this place. Um, I've heard a lot of people consider Trans-Allegheny to be the most haunted place in the United States. Oh, yeah. Outdoing Pennhurst. And, and I, I find that phenomenal because Pennhurst, I mean, Pennhurst is, it's Pennhurst. It's Pennhurst. <laughs> that's, you know, and. Strange. This, See, yeah, I this agree. One, yeah, this one might be more haunted. But I don't Not know if it's more dangerous. More dangerous. I don't. Yeah. Or, well, we yeah, I'm a friend. About this John's a friend, more. too. And Bill, too. But yeah, the, the, the female employee that was actually raped and killed, they actually kept their corpse there, and the corpse itself was actually not found for eight days. That, that's got to put a mark in a place yeah. like this. 92 patient suicides. Yeah, so let's see. So the hospital was renamed the West Virginia Hospital for the Insane. The first patients were admitted October of 1864, but construction continued to 1881. The 200-foot central clock tower was completed in 1871. And I believe, if I remember right, somebody committed suicide from that tower. Um, Yes. I'm trying to remember. I I, I remember that. That's a ping, but I haven't read that yet. Um, separate rooms and separate rooms for black people were completed in 1873. So they segregated here. Yeah. The hospital was intended to be self-sufficient and had a farm, dairy, waterworks, and cemetery located on the grounds. That And that's where I got it, which ultimately reached 666 acres in area. Wow. That's, that's a lot of, <coughs> that's a lot of acreage. Mm. Yeah. In the 20th century, a gas well was drilled on the hospital grounds in 1902. And then the name again was changed to Weston State Hospital in 1913. Oh, wow. Um, Originally designed to house 250 patients in solitude, the hospital held 717 patients by 1880. 1661 by 1938, over 1800 in 1949, and its peak, 2600 in the 1950s. This place was built for 250 people. 
Exactly. <laughs> a 1938 report by a survey committee organized by a group of North American medical organizations found that the hospital housed epileptics, alcoholics, drug addicts, and non-educate mental defectives among its Penny. population. How many? Leave here. Well, 2,600 people. 2,600 people. <laughs> didn't say how many of each got 2,600. Um a series of reports by the Charleston Gazette in 1949 found poor sanitation and insufficient furniture, lighting, and heating in much Alice, okay, and heating in much of the complex with while one wing which had been rebuilt using Works Progress Administration funds following a 1935 fire started by a patient was comparatively luxurious. So they had one wing that was just poof, just just super duper because it caught on fire, and they got the funding to rebuild it, and the rest of the place was just crap. Western State Hospital found itself to be the home for the West Virginia Lobotomy Project in the early 1950s. This was an effort by the state of West Virginia and Walter Freeman to use lobotomy to reduce the number of patients in asylums Europe. because there was severe overcrowding. Yeah. That's good. By the 1980s, <clears throat> the hospital had a reduced population due to changes in the treatment of mental illness. Those patients who could not be controlled were often locked in cages. In February 1986, then Governor Arch Moore announced plans to build a new psychiatric facility elsewhere in the state and convert the Weston Hospital to a prison. Ultimately, the new facility, the William R. Sharp Jr. Hospital, was built in Weston, and the old Weston State Hospital was simply closed in May 1994. Wow. <clears throat> the building and its grounds have been since mostly vacant, aside from local events such as fairs, church revivals, and tours. In 1999, all four floors of the interior of the building were damaged by several city and county police officers playing paintball. <laughs> Three of whom were fired over the incident. Yeah, actually, that can happen. <laughs> so Bill is saying that you have to be insured to investigate there. Well, that would make sense because you probably have to sign a waiver. Yeah. So so that they're not responsible. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I wonder what kind of insurance you have to carry if they're talking about like liability insurance or just health insurance or life insurance. <laughs> I would, I would, I would say health insurance for sure. But a lot of history in this place. Yeah, really, really good history, and it did. This place did a lot of things. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I I'm I'm interested to you know to see that it was trying to be completely self-sufficient. Yeah. Oh yeah, to cut so costs for the, they the state. have their to reduce costs they they you know they pumped they you know they drilled for gas. Yes, yeah, had a farm. They drilled they had a farm, they had dairy. Yeah. Dairy waterworks. <sighs> they had you know, all the stuff they could do, all their own utilities and food and everything. Yeah. Um, 
Evidently, That's they offer the according to Bill here. They actually offer the insurance <laughs> for your investigation. Uh, oh, so they're probably like, "Would you like? Would you like the added insurance on your on your rental space?" Is this like this, the rental for, cars or what? <laughs> it's, it's like for the rental cars. Welcome to welcome to Avis Paranormal Ghost Tours, where um, where it's in West Virginia. Uh, that's hilarious. Um. Here at Avis, your safety is our primary concern. Please sign this form so we're not responsible for you if you break your own neck. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So let's let's so so let's see some of the general reports in the hospital. Um, note apparitions of nurses, doctors, and patients roaming the halls. Yeah. They've also been reports of disembodied voices, footsteps, and other unusual noises like banging and clanging. <clears throat> also, Civil War era apparitions, mm. which I found interesting. That's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was built shortly after Civil War. the Civil War, but they did open it while it was being built. But I think it was 1871 when they started putting people in there. So yes. that was what, six years? Yeah, because five they, six years they after started the Civil build, War. Yeah, they started building in eighteen sixty four. Right, right so, before the Civil War ended. Yeah, so I, I guess it kind of makes sense, especially in West Virginia. It makes a lot of sense that you would probably see some Civil War era apparitions there. I the, the one that, or do you think the Civil War <clears throat> apparitions are from the, war the Civil itself? War and have nothing to do with actually being in that? And I, I was actually going to bring that up too. I I think I think it's I think it has nothing to do with the hospital. I yeah, I would agree with that. I think it has, it has everything to do with to the do land, with the land itself on yeah. where, which it was built and what happened there. Uh what bows me is is children being seen in this place. Well, and that brings me to Lily. Yeah. Fourth floor. Yeah. One of the most notable spirits is of a girl named Lily who reportedly died of pneumonia inside the facility at age nine. There is a room in the facility dedicated to her memory, and she often interacts with the toys left there. So that that, that makes me think that there weren't a lot of children in this place if they dedicated a room to a child that died. In this place, right? Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if they, they dedicate a room to her because after it all closed down. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I'm thinking. But I I believe there were probably, there's probably more than one child in this place. <clears throat> because they, they took people, they put people in here that were destitute, not just sick. Yeah. Or deteriorating in any way. They put, you know, people that nobody wanted to see. So, I mean, <laughs> alcoholics. <laughs> so, uh, well, when you have a constant breeze going through your prefrontal cortex, you'd be wandering around forever too. <laughs> yeah, if you got scrambled brains. But um, yeah, it says here that sometimes she would follow visitors around the facility. She is one of many child spirits that roam Trans Allegheny's halls. That's crazy. But the only one with a name. I wonder why this is the only one that has a name. 
Oh, it, there is there is a Civil War section of the facility. Is there? Okay. Yeah. The Civil War section of the facility is haunted by far less innocent spirits. Witnesses have reported hearing cries and moans of pain, assumably from injured sh- soldiers. There are heavy footfalls of soldiers' boots, Bad. misty Harm. apparitions, and shadow forms. Hmm. What brought you here? Turn it off. (laughs) I I Um, don't know. In the the (laughs) upper floors, more malevolent spirits roam. One, named Slewfoot, is apparently a vicious killer, while another, who is unnamed, roams the seclusion cells. I can hear you. These are one of the several areas where heavy activity apparently occurs. Huh. I also saw something about on the third floor, Big Big Jim. But that's different. He's be different from Slewfoot. Or is that yeah. one and the same? I don't think so. I don't see anything about a Big Jim. Let's see if I can... That one's not helping me much. Purgatory, thank you. Okay, there's a ghost. Okay, ghost. There's a ghost named Ruth. Am I here? I don't know why you're uh, here. Probably just to talk uh, to me. Probably, yeah. Took a wrong turn at the <laughs> at the Figueroa. Ended up here. Um, and then the popular spirit left trapped inside the asylum is that of Ruth. During the time while alive in the asylum, Ruth was an aggressive and at times violent older lady who had severe dislike towards men. It is common to encounter Ruth on the first floor near the old holding cell. Other reported ghosts include Dean, who was reported to haunt the room he was brutally murdered in, or that of the second floor where disembodied voices warn people to get out of a room where a double suicide occurred. Hmm. That same floor is haunted by a stabbing victim who tugs at the pants of people walking by as if using his last bit of strength to seek help. Follow me. Door- okay. <laughs> Doors are commonly left open by a dead nurse named Elizabeth, who is taught, who is thought to still be doing her rounds. Yeah, I got nurse Elizabeth. <clears throat> uh, if that still doesn't satisfy your cravings for the paranormal, the geriatric ward and civil war wing of the hospital are also highly active. This still doesn't even begin to cover the stories of demonic entities Gail. and something even freakier called the Creeper, as seen in Paranormal Lockdown. Yeah, Paranormal Lockdown was there. Yep. I forgot about that one. That was a good episode. I think it's interesting. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go back to Lily here. I think it's interesting that of, out of all the shows and even the... The not big wigs that have gone there. A lot mm-hmm. of them capture Lily playing with a ball or a toy. Right. 
in that room. There's that room. ball moves or the toy. Yeah. Um, I remember something called a Boo Buddy where it's like a, it's a teddy bear, but it has like an EMF detector yeah. or something on it. Um, and it lights up and says stuff when when uh, spirit comes and touches the bear. Yeah. But they've had people yeah. pushed up against the walls in this place. Eerie whistling. I, I I'm wondering what that's all about. The creeper always bothered me. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But the, I mean. I'm just flashing Creep. back to all these episodes at this place that all these people have done. And, and like like I said, because I, I follow so many of them on freaking Facebook now. Uh-huh. And you'll see like these, I don't want to say uh, semi-professional. T- I don't even like saying it that. Ones that are just aren't on television, but they're, they're professional to- ghost hunters because they're doing it kind of for a living. Yeah, uh, I, was, I would say... M- Minor league, but Minor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> semi-professional. You know, they have yeah. real jobs still. Semi-pro, yeah, they have regular jobs because they don't make any money at it, but yeah. they still but investigate. A lot of them hit this place, man, and they they always capture something here, and and they're always always freaked out about something. And you're talking about the sleuth, Mister Creeper. Ruth, uh, de- and then demonic, demonic spirits. There, I, that shadow figures. We all know about shadow figures. Yeah. <laughs> but people get in touch, pushed, hit. I, I didn't see anything about scratches, but people are physically being attacked in this place. Yeah. So there, they they estimate that there are eight intelligent. Spirits and haunting the location. That is Angel. Um Okay, yeah. In the room toward the back of one wing, patient was murdered by two others. They attempted to hang him, but when it failed, they placed his head under a bed frame and jumped on it until the <laughs> bed frame touched the floor. Yes, this is that place. <laughs> other, other, other patients were also murdered in cold blood by their peers as overcrowding, mental illness, and poor care became a lethal combination for aggression. This room is known for cold spots and quiet cries, which is said to be Dean, the man who was murdered in the room. Yes. Isolation cells. Asylum staff were empowered to send their patients into isolation if they were deemed uncontrollable. This, of course, was up to the discretion of the staff that was already irritated and overworked. Isolation was so terrible that patients would do just about anything to get out of it. One story in particular is especially surprising. A former boxer who suffered from head injuries during his career that left him violent and emotionless, attempted to beat down the metal door that isolated him. He ended up ripping the door off of its hinges, leaving visible dents in the steel. When he finally got the door off, he handed it to one of the nurses and calmly returned to his room. <laughs> Here you go. I'm sorry. Here, uh, I just I just needed a window. <laughs> yeah, I just needed some air. I need to be able um, to see the my rooms tree. used most for isolation tend to have violent energies attached to them, with visitors reporting being pushed or scratched, as well as disembodied voices saying, "Get me out of here." 
Okay, so there are scratches. Yep. Uh, more and than a few intelligent EVPs. are known to staff the asylum. Okay, so Lily knew about that one. Other experiences include dark shadows, objects moving on their own, disembodied voices and cries, bangs on the walls, breaking glass. I love this place. I don't I haven't <laughs> seen anything about electrical in this place yet. Not a whole lot of electrical, but I mean, it doesn't seem like there's any electricity in the place. Yeah. But, I mean, I like do. Like battery, drain, rem- battery drainage I, and things like that. I remember that, that and, happening in Ghost Adventures. Yeah. And I think Paranormal Lockdown. Paranormal had, Lockdown like, happened, camera batteries, right. camera batteries. Destination Fear had camera batteries yeah. on them. Destination Fear. So, yeah, a lot of them had battery things, but nothing where lights are happening yeah. or, well, there's no or anything like that. There's no power in this There's place. no power in that place at all. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, like the Christmas tree, oh, dude, the Christmas that doesn't tree. mean that there isn't something that could be turned on. Was it the place in Chicago where the light just comes on? Yeah. There's no well, I, I, I changed the electrical to mechanical. So mechanical? not only electrical, okay. but like, um, you know, locks. Okay. Locking and unlocking and stuff like that, too. Um, All right. So we have objects moving and stuff. Yeah. But mechanical, so anything mechanical that's moving. Okay. Like, So, okay. I guess. Everybody, what's the one thing? Reading all this information, this is the first time we've talked about Transilleghani. What's the one thing that really catches you and makes you go, "Oh, this place can can cause some harm," or "This place is scary as as hell," and 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 of course makes well, you want to go. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, let's, let's do this. Well, I'm, um, I think the the demonic activity, the shadow figures, of course, and the creeper. Evidently, there's a gate there too. <laughs> so mindset. <laughs> chewing on my hand. So demonic activity, the creeper. Yeah. The creeper and the shadow figures. Shadow figures. Those are what yeah. scare you about the place. Yeah, and I I gotta say the the place that really um that really has me on edge. The first place I would go is now. the isolation cells. Hide now. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I that works. I think the isolation. Sh- I. I've been drinking since two. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the isolation s- cells. Oh my god, isolation cells uh, would probably be like yeah, the first place I'd all right, you know like show up unpacking like where are you going? I'm going down there. We're going to the isolation cells. <laughs> we'll shell. be back. Yeah. See, I'm doing it too. <laughs> isolation cells. Why is this true? It's kind of like a tongue twister. <laughs> isolation. Cells. Isolation. Shells. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I keep trying to say it. Shells instead of cells. Uh, I know. Okay, maybe it's not my drinking. All right, I feel better. <laughs> no. I've been drinking too, but not uh, as long. Uh, go, go, Grandma. So, okay. So, the last part of that, with everything there, you know, the fear factor and everything, that. what's the one thing that makes you go, okay, I got to go hit this place? What, what? 
what's what's that piece that brings you to this place that makes you want to go there? But we know the first place you want to go hit, but is yeah. that what what makes you jump at Trans Allegheny? Is like I have to go. I have to go here. I who th- I think what draws me to this place right Sorry. off the bat is how many paranormal groups have been here and all of them have had activity. Yeah. I think so big... I, I I know that we would go there we would go here and we would get hits. Yeah. I think my big thing is to play with Lily. I yeah, I would love that. I I, I would love to do that. You know. But I, I, I think um my daughter might be mad. Why are you taking all my dolls? <laughs> I'm going to play with this ghost child. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play with this ghost child. You're, you're too old for me now. Lily's nine still. Lily's nine Lily still. Will, Lily will need to be nine forever. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I I think there's there's a really good variety of stuff happening here. It, it I is mean, a, like. It's a box checker <clears throat> for sure. It is. It's it checks, it checks all the boxes. I'm I'm looking at our scoring system, and this is this is going to be pretty high. It's going to be a pretty high one. I think it's going to be pretty high for the haunted thing. Um, do I think it's as dangerous as say Penders? No, oh, I don't gonna, think so. We're, oh, we're going to find out. We're going to find <laughs> out. But I can I can tell you right now just by what I've seen, you know, that. Um, I think there's more danger from human spirits here than demonic. <laughs> if that if that makes any sense, no that that makes that I mean that that makes a little sense. But I always go I'm, back to the simple fact that these human spirits are they truly human spirits? I well. Or are people just? I believe I believe there are still human spirits there, but I believe some don't. Okay, I believe some of the some of the spirits used to be human are no longer human. Man, mine said man, so evidently they are human. <laughs> it's a man yeah. doing all this shit. Um, yeah, but I so think you know, like the shadow figures. Um, I think the creeper was once a human. It's just speculation. Do you think, I think the sleuth I think, and the creeper are one and the same? No, I think that's two they different They are two entities. two different entities. Yeah, I think so. It'd be interesting to go there and kind of really, I don't want to say antagonize, but kind of bring, bring those out. My baby. Maybe? No, I said my baby. Oh. <clears throat> is that's Lily interesting. your baby? Is that... Is that Lily's mom? Is that Lily's mom? It just, it just came through. Um, I'll bring your toys. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring your toys. We're gonna we're gonna talk to her. Okay, so I, <clears throat> go ahead. Always okay. I I'm interested. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if we could if we could discern different types of spirits because I think there's gonna be um, there's a lot of each different type yeah because we we have it separated by residual intelligent non-human or poltergeist Poltergeist, yes and i think there's elements of all four there i i think so too and i think that's going to reflect on the scoring system yeah Uh, do you think 
Do you okay? I was. How long do you think you could be in this location? Ooh, that's that's tough. I'm Olivia. I I don't know. I honestly don't know. That's the thing I've always asked myself: like, how long do you th- do I think I could actually stand to be in one of these places? If because I. I know that I would have to come out. I think I'd have to take breaks for sure. I'd, I'd have to take breaks, like between locations. I don't think we'd go isolation cells and then go back in the building and then go on the <laughs> upper floors. And we'd be like running through and be like, oh, heck no. It'd be like isolation cell, come back, recharge. I need a cigarette. Get a, I need get a power bar. <laughs> you can have cigarettes. I'll have a power bar and some tea. And, um, and then we go back in. Go after the upper floors yes. where the where the violent cr- criminals were, and then come out and do the same thing. Break for a little bit, <laughs> then go back in, you know, and see how we feel after each section. But I think we would need to break after each section. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been thinking about that too. With you know what our summer what we're going to be doing on our summer trip is that's that's going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how long we're going to be able to stay in a location before we have to take a break. I, I, I... Run. Run. <laughs> so let's get to brass tacks here. Let's get to Let, the score. Let's get to the scoring here. So on, this is a great, this is a great spot. I think it's, I think it's really good on the residual. It's good on the residual. I, I think residual is one of the only ones where I'm probably a little lower. lower. Then, I'm a little lower. <clears throat> Than everywhere else, but I think I'm still. I think I'm still at an eight. You're at an eight. Okay, I was thinking a yeah. seven on the residual, but I like eight okay. too. I like eight too. So, of course, after residual, we had to talk about the intelligence of this place. I, I think the intelligent haunts are off the chain. It's, a, it's an off a chart intelligent haunt for sure. Yeah, whether it be uh, malevolent or or. Or not. I not mean, Lily, malevolent. I think, is intelligent. Yes. She plays um, with and, balls. But she's not malevolent at all. No. So, and then, but yeah, I think, they. I mean, even they they said that there are eight. eight. They, they estimate eight intelligent spirits there. I have to go with a ten on the intelligence yeah. level, right? I got to I gotta go ten. All right. And then. Non-human non, is good. Non-human is good. I don't know if I want to give it a ten. I don't want to give it a ten. But I think a good I, solid nine for the non-human because okay, they I'm, talk about they talk about non-human. They, they talk about talk non-human. They talk about demonic, demonic. But they don't. They talk really, about shadow figures. The only thing they really like but no touch interaction on for, with the, yeah with them except for the creeper. But I'm not sure the creeper is a, a demonic. Is a non-human. I don't think it's demonic, but I think it's non-human. You think the creeper is non-human? Yeah. I think it was human at one point. You think it was once a human and one, no and longer. now it's not. Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting too. Yeah, I think the creeper is non-human. I I think that if there is demonic activity here, I think the demonic activity is minor. But I believe there are several figures that used to be human that are no longer human. So, what's the interaction with? The creeper and how prominent he is there. Does that give 
extra points to the non-human factor because how interactive it is. Yeah. I think so. Like like you said, I'm about eight or nine. Yeah, I think I still I'm still I think I'm at a nine on it. Yeah. I think I'm at a nine on it. I, I like the nine. Cell. I like the nine. Cell. Cell. There are cells there. Yeah. Isolation cells. Yeah, yeah there are. So poltergeist activity. <clears throat> There's quite a bit at Trans Allegheny. There, there's um, there's a bit of of I don't think I put it with I score it more closely to the residual. Yeah, than I might even else. be a little lower than that. I was thinking I think more about of a seven, seven. Uh, on the poltergeist, yeah. but there's still a, a pretty there's still really amount. good. I mean, there's objects moving, doors opening, closing. You got Lily with the ball the and ball, stuff. Yeah, um, with the <clears> toys <throat> and being. Having your pants tugged, yeah, things like that. Good, 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 good but good, but not amazing. Not amazing, but not but amazing. but good, good poltergeist activity. Good, good sea average. Yeah. <laughs> History of Pizzola, forty-two. Forty-two what? <laughs> Forty-two cells. I don't. I'm not sure. No. Uh, history on this place, I thought was actually pretty good. I like the history of this place. I like I the, the, the multiple of this names. Place. It goes back to the 1800s. It goes has everything from Civil War up to the 1990s. Yeah. Um, uh, was, I'm not at a ten. I, I was thinking eight for the history. Yeah, I'm down for that. All right, so now now we get into like the aspects now we get of into the, the haunts the, themselves. Yeah, <clears throat> so the, physical... the types of evidence found or whatever. So, so physical I, is like apparitions, touching. It's huge. It being touched, scratched, seeing full body apparitions, seeing, seeing full body apparitions, be, seeing orbs or, or shadow yeah. figures. So Civil War era people, uh, Civil War era people. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I think I'm at a nine. I was saying, I say nine. I was like, it has that potential of a ten, but I'm more at a nine on the physical. Nice. Okay, interesting. That's the second time I got that. Huh. Voice. Okay. Voice. Voice phenomena. There's quite a bit. Quite There's a bit of voice phenomena. A lot of a lot of cries. Um, a lot of, you know, hearing footsteps. So Whistling, a lot of sound phenomena. A lot, a lot of sound phenomena coming through here. Um, yeah. Sure. Even my, even my ghost agrees. Three. Twenty-three. They're giving me new lot of numbers. <laughs> companion. Companion. That means you got to share with your companion. Oh, I got to share with Bro. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm a uh, I'm at a solid ten for the voice. There's so much being heard here, hmm. so much and intelligent voice EVPs. Intelligent voice, you know. Not to mention, I mean, there's some residual with cries and moans and shit. Yeah. But um, I don't think I was at a ten. Where are you sitting on it? But I was at a good. I was at a good solid eight. Oh, well, I put it as a nine. So put us at a nine. So yeah, we'll average it out. Objects moving. Huge. Huge. Doors doors slamming. 
Things being thrown, glass being glass shattered. Being shattered. Um, Again, the ball moving. Yeah, uh, I think the ball moving. I think this is my 10. This is your 10? This is my 10. Yeah, I would be at a 10 here, too. With physical objects here. Uh, I'd be at a 10 here, too. Yeah. Okay, now, mechanical or electrical? Not a whole not a whole lot of electrical, but we do have batteries draining. Batteries draining, on mechanical ghosts, failures yeah, with mechanical failures and things. and things like that. So, dog. I think I might have six. Seven. So, oh, okay, you're gonna go six, six. Uh, but six. if you're to seven, we'll go seven. Hold on, I, I got to seven. I, I got. I got to rethink. You're saying a six. So I'm just reprocessing real quick. Do I, Do I want to drop it down that point? I'm going to drop it down that point. I'm going to drop it down that point. And the big reason I'm dropping it down that point is most of the electrical issues that they've happened have happened on these big shows. So they get a negative point for me because of that. (laughs) Because I I have trust issues. (laughs) Fuck those guys. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to go six. I'm going to go six here. Okay. Emotions. Emotional. Ah. No, I could see how there's there could be a lot of feeling of well, fear and dread and fear and dread, um, and sorrow, feeling like you're being watched, feeling, feeling like watched, you're being followed, followed. Um, I I don't see a lot of happiness in this place. I no, think, no, I think like no way. I think Lily is the bright spot in this whole damn yeah. place. Like Lily, Lily is the yeah the only ray of sunshine. In this location is Lily, and it'd be like one of those things where if we were in between places and we didn't want to go all the way back to base camp, yeah, I would go to that room, yeah, <laughs> to recharge, yeah, to recharge, to chill out for a little bit, and you know, talk to Lily, and then we can move on with the with the rest of the building. So, um, I, I think the emotion could be. I, I'm at a seven on the emotion. I think I'm at a seven. Yeah. So before we we do the danger level here, mm-hmm. I, I just something just perplex my head and it's based off the history of this place it's, it's all based off of that female employee i live here I'm who not got here. raped and they didn't find her corpse for eight days raped and killed yeah do you think that type of trauma could have created the creeper like this is the creeper like it literally transformed I mean, do you think the creeper her. is the woman that was raped yes. and killed like something so tragic happened to her in this place, in a place that was already filled with misery and mayhem to begin with, transformed her into being the creeper to this ginormous shadow figure that fucking likes to hunt people and hates men. I, th- I think it. I think it's possible. I mean, my my gut is telling me that the creeper used to be a male, but. Medicine. Who knows? Um. But yeah, I think that I think that's a an absolute vicious death that would constitute a non-human entity or would create something a vengeful spirit like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, yeah, and that, that's you know, that's, and then there and then there's the old uh, lady who attacks men. See. <sighs> See, I'm wondering if the creeper 
is actually one of the intelligent ghosts. Rachel has a good point. Manifestation of her anger, but not her. So, so you're thinking, Rachel, that it's a PK manifestation. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that's a that's a good. That's an interesting. Because a lot of poltergeists and shadow figures are actually born from PK, PK manifestations. manifestations. Yeah. That's the that's the thing we I you know we think that I think my <sighs> granddaughter is experiencing PK. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me about that uh, we're, last we're, show. We're oh, we're dealing with that. Because she's she's been gone for a few days. I haven't had any um, flying objects <laughs> in the house. That's interesting. Might got yourself a telepath. <laughs> I that, yeah, I think, so and you don't believe in telekinetics. She doesn't know that she's doing it, but I think her her yeah. emotional outbursts can trigger stuff. Yeah, and her her dad was the same way. I was trying to to curb his anger because his anger would manifest into like like heat. The temperature would go up in the room. Oh wow! Two. two. Add that to your. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a two. I got a two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, this is a great spot. I got an 83 before you talk about the danger level. Okay. I hadn't added it up yet. Eighty three. So let's talk about the danger level. <laughs> I think the danger level is really high here. It's not the the amount of Physical touching. Uh, well, yeah, the physical touching, the glass breaking, objects being thrown, thrown scratching, tugging pushing, on the pants, scratches, pushing. I, I, God, I want to give it a ten. I really do. Yeah, right. I mean, it's that's. I, I want to give it a ten, but follow me. I mean, I have a feeling that most of these places are going to get a ten for the danger level. Yeah. <laughs> a, a nine or a ten across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, I mean, that, this is why we're talking about our. That's why we're talking. These are the, these are the most dangerous places. So we can almost uh, we can almost make it a given that we're giving these guys. 10 I, ha- I have for, to give this a ten. I have. I to think I have to give it a ten, and not just non-human, but the yeah. intelligent haunting. The intelligent are there? Some of them are vicious. Yeah, and malevolent. There's only one benevolent spirit in that and place, that's and that's Lily, <laughs> like the the, the this ray of sunshine. <laughs> this, yeah. This world of chaos, which is transalleghania. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's a ninety-three with the danger that's bonus. A, that's a ninety-three with the danger level. Eighty-three haunted level. That's, and that's our first one. That's our first one. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about talking about transalleghania? Because we haven't got to talk about that. I I love this spot, this bro. Is, I really <sighs> do. This this might make one of my bucket list items. Hey, it's definitely made mine. It's it's definitely made mine. Uh, yeah, I, I do like the fact that I was actually able to talk about it with somebody I mean, in the, by the, myself. All, all, the, <laughs> all the ones you know, 
Well, I thought you had Josh with you. No, Josh time, wasn't was, with me. This is uh, this, this you is did the, it. You this did this one solo. Huh? Yeah, third episode of, oh, of going solo. Oh man, but yeah. dude, I yeah. I mean I got to tell you, I I would love to go to all five of these spots. Oh hell yeah! Oh yeah! It, it, this is this is like part of a top There's, ten list right here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're an hour in, or just about. Yeah. Do you want about. to take a quick break before we start on moving on to the next, or are you good to go? We could we could take a break really quick. Take just a quick... uh, yeah. All right. What do you want to talk about when we come back? Um, let's talk about Waverly Hills. You want to go to Waverly? Okay. Let's go to Waverly when we get back. I'm I'm moving my way up. From my list I'm here, interested, I'm interested to see how your order is because right now we're moving our way up. I have Trans Allegheny at the bottom, and the next above that was Waverly. <laughs> yeah, so is mine. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested and to I, see. And I think I'm going to move up just like that. But I think this is the way we wrote them down. We're doing it in the opposite order that we wrote them down. Oh, yeah, we wrote them down together. <laughs> yeah, we did. So, just like when we go to the same website. Oh, my God. I got to quit drinking sometimes. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of drinking, you gotta as, get, as per your request, yeah. I'm going to get the sake. Got to get your sake. I'm going to get the sake. Got to get that. And that, uh, do, a, do a shot when we start the next in. segment. That one of and, three. Um, <laughs> that's really fun. If I, start, if I start doing the one-eye thing, then you know that <laughs> I had too much sake. <laughs> All right, give us about five, ten minutes. We'll be right back, folks. Enjoy the creepy music. (laughs) Hey, smile. Dylan. Is this yours? Peek.
Manhattan. Smith. Related. <laughs> All right, we are back. What you laughing at? <laughs> I think yours said related, right? Yeah, mine said water and then related. Mine said, am I dead? Am I dead? bunch of stuff on the break. That was weird. Okay. Oh. Yeah, a little, okay, smile. A little stein of sock, yeah. <laughs> the stein of sock, yeah. <laughs> oh. We need two more numbers, Dave. We need two more numbers. Ten. And mansion. No, we're not talking about mansions tonight. Waverly Hills is definitely not a mansion. No. <clears throat> but I was handed oh. a news report for the most <clears throat> scariest places to go. And it is everybody's mom's underwear drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Was that some kind of Cards Against Humanity thing? <laughs> that was a money thing. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense. Because I've got the absurd box right here. Absurd box. <laughs> we, can, we can pull this out and see what it says. <laughs> this is annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh. funny. Oh. So Waverly Hills... Now, we've talked about this place. 
We have. We scored. We scored it pretty high. We scored it pretty high. We. Yeah, this was before we did the the, the scores. So I'm interested to think what our our lowdown score would be. Yeah, yeah. This this is. Uh... Again, this is another one that was investigated by everybody. The, everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody, and their dog have, has been here. So this place was including, you know, kindred spirits, ghost oh. adventures, ghost hunters. Actually, ghost hunters actually went back to this place with the destination fear group. Yeah, when ghost hunter when he, when ghost I think hunters the came back, Tennessee wraith chasers were there. Those guys crack you up, don't they? Oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's show a picture of that place. That place is freaking huge. Did you show a picture of Trans Allegheny? I don't remember that. I I didn't. <laughs> we got all into it. You're like, ah, oh, we don't need a picture. <laughs> Imagine there's, what it looks there's like. There's Trans Allegheny. Dude, look at that tower on the front. Mm-hmm. That's the you clock tower. Yeah, you wouldn't think that that's six hundred and sixty-six acres. Yeah, but if you count all, you count all that stuff on the sides. Yeah, it's not just that building. Yeah, probably on the back the side farm, of that hillside. With, yeah, with, with the, the farm and the and the the gas drill and the stuff. Uh oh, what's he pulling out? I just opened the absurd box. <laughs> I'm doing sake. I'm pulling out the absurd box. Um, and then this is the a picture of the inside of Trans Allegheny. Wow. That place. Thank you. Don't tell me that. If I get, yeah. Yeah. You get to get smacked in the back here. <laughs> get them birthday licks. <laughs> Well, you got bruises all over you. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Oh, huh. So I pulled out in Cards Against Humanity, the absurd box. I have solved, pol- solved politics. My solution is dating a Republican. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. <laughs> it's a little on the nose, but okay. <laughs> I have solved politics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So this place was only open for what, 50 years? Let's Just over see. 50 years? Okay. So it opened in 1910 as a two-story hospital to accommodate 40 to 50 tuberculosis patients. In the early 1900s, Jefferson County was ravaged by an outbreak of tuberculosis known as the White Plague, which prompted the construction of a new hospital. The hospital closed in 1961 due to the antibiotic drug 
streptomycin, streptomycin that lowered the need for such a hospital. There were, so yeah, so what? 51 years? Yeah, 51 years. years. Yeah. In 51 years, 64,000 deaths. That's, yeah. That's over 10,000 deaths a year. Right? Right? Yeah. (laughs) I'm not wrong on that, right? (laughs) No. I think there was I think there was one year where there were ten thousand deaths. Yeah. Um so the the land that is known today as Waverly Hill was purchased by Major Thomas H. Hayes in eighteen eighty three as the Hayes family home. Since hey. the new home was far away from any existing schools, Mr. Hayes decided to open a local school for his daughters to attend. He started a one room schoolhouse on Pages Lane and hired Lizzie Lee Harris as the teacher. So this was a mansion. Dude, this this was a home. This, this was a mansion. Shit. <laughs> Due to, and, um, Sorry, I'm wrong. Does that mean I have to do another shot? Because I didn't bring my sake with me. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> ah, crap. Okay. Due to Miss Harris's fondness for Walter Scott's Waverly novels, she named the schoolhouse Waverly School. Major Hayes liked the peaceful-sounding name, so he named the property Waverly Hill. The Board of Tuberculosis Hospital kept the name when they bought the land and opened the sanatorium. It is not known exactly when the spelling changed to exclude the second E... And it became Waverly without the E-Y. Oh, okay. However, the spelling fluctuated between both spellings many times over the years. I can see it, L-E-Y and not just Y. Yeah. In the early 1900s, Jefferson <coughs> County was severely stricken. Battle. Okay. Severely stricken. They were battling tuberculosis. Um, with an outbreak of tuberculosis, there were many tuberculosis cases in Louisville at the time, because of all the wetlands along the Ohio River, which were perfect for tuberculosis bacteria. To try and contain the disease, a two-story wooden sanatorium was opened, which consisted of an administrative main building and two open-air pavilions, each housing 20 patients for the treatment of early cases. Hmm. In the early part of 1911, the city of Louisville began to make preparations to build a new Louisville State Hospital, and the hospital commissioners decided in their plans that there would be no provision made in the new city hospital for the administration of pulmonary tuberculosis. And the Board of Tuberculosis Hospital was given $25,000 to erect a hospital for the care of advanced cases of tuberculosis. Hmm. On August 31st, 1912, behind me again, if I get hit, I'm, I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting up. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting up, and I'm. I'm swinging. Um, on August thirty first, nineteen twelve, all tuberculosis patients from the city hospital were relocated to temporary quarters in tents on the grounds of Waverly Hills, pending the completion of a hospital for advanced cases. In December nineteen twelve, a hospital for advanced cases opened for the treatment of another forty patients. I'm trying to leave you alone. 
1914, a children's pavilion added another 50 beds, making the known capacity around 130 patients. The children's pavilion was not only for sick children, but also for the children of tuberculosis patients who, would, who could not be cared for properly otherwise. Mm. So, like the kids of parents who were sick. Okay. Living room. That's where my grandson's at. Um, the report also mentioned, mentions that the goal was to add a new building each year to continually grow so that there would be even more beds available than specifically listed. Wow. Due to constraint needed for repairs on the wooden structures, need for more a more durable structure, as well as the need for more beds so that people could not be turned away due to lack of space, construction of a five-story building that could hold more than 400 36. patients began in March of... That was another number, 36. Yeah, I wrote it down, too. <laughs> okay. Um, that could hold more than 400 patients began in March 1924. The new building opened on October 17th, 1926. Dangerous. Good word. But after the introduction of streptomycin in 1943, the number of tuberculosis cases was gradually lowered until there was no longer need for such a large hospital. The remaining patients Danger. were sent to Hazelwood Sanatorium in Louisville. Waverly Hills was closed in June of 1961. You said danger, too? Mine said dangerous. Mine just said danger. <laughs> the uh, Woodhaven Medical Services the building was reopened in 1962 dangerous. as Woodhaven and there's dangerous <laughs> dang it I'm going to have to get another shot old yeah okay Woodhaven Geriatric Center strangled. in strangled a nursing home primarily treating aging patients with various stages Homeless. of dementia and mobility limits mine just said old well, I said homeless. Uh, um, as well as severely mentally handicapped. However, Woodhaven failed greatly because it was severely understaffed and overcrowded. Well, duh, aren't all these hospitals like that? Um, Woodhaven also had reports over patient neglect and was closed by the state in 1982. Okay, so I did wow. run all the way to 82. Yeah, and I, I got more. Um, Simpsonville developer J. Clifford Todd bought the hospital in 1983 for $3,005,000. He and architect Milton Thompson wanted to convert it to a minimum security prison for the state. But the developers dropped the plan after neighbors protested. Todd and Thompson then proposed converting the hospital into apartments. But they counted on Jefferson Fiscal Court to buy around 140 acres from them for $400,000, giving them the money to start the project. That never happened. Do not. Uh, Okay. In March 1996, Robert Alberhansky bought Waverly Hills and the surrounding area. Alberhansky's Christ the Redeemer Foundation Incorporated made plans to construct construct the world's largest statue of Jesus on the site. Along with an arts and worship center, the statue, which was inspired by the framed Christ the Redeemer statue on Coracavo 
mountain in Rio de Janeiro. Oh, oh so the big yeah, yeah. statue um, would have been designated by local sculptor Ed Hamilton and architect Jasper Ward. The first phase of the development coming at a cost of $4 million would have been a statue of 150 feet. Catch you later, Bill. Have a great night, buddy. Thanks, Bill. Uh, 150 feet tall and 150 feet wide, situated on the roof of the sanatorium. The second phase would convert the old sanatorium into a chapel, theater, and gift shop at a cost of $8 million. The plan to construct a religious icon fell through because donations to the project fell well short of expectations. In a period of a year, only $3,000 was raised toward the project, despite efforts to pool money from across the nation. The project was canceled in December of 1997. Joshua. Joshua. That's one of the apostles. Yep. Interesting. That's some good stuff. I didn't realize Waverly changed hands that much. Is it still owned by that guy? Or did the state take it back over? Um, the old san- the sanatorium is owned by Charlie and Tina Mattingly at this point. Oh, wow. <clears throat> this... Yeah, it says, after the Aber... After Aber Haskey's efforts failed... Waverly Hills was sold to Tina and Charlie Mattingly in 2001. The Mattingly sold tour, hold tours of Waverly Hills and host a haunted house attraction each Halloween. Oh, wow. Which proceeds go toward restoration of the property. Wow. They're also restoring all the windows in the decrepit building while restoring the interior of the old sanatorium. Imagine going into that haunted house on Halloween. <laughs> I can only imagine because I've I've been in um Long Beach twice for the Queen Mary. Oh. And that's that's a crazy haunted location. Wow. Humiliate. <laughs> Humiliate. Wow. Yeah, that's a good word. So So Waverly Hills has been popularized on Ghost Hunters as being one of the most haunted Lisa. hospitals in the eastern United States. Yeah. Yeah. The sanatorium was featured on Fox Family Channel's Scariest Places on Earth, VH1 Celebrity Paranormal Project, yeah. Sci-Fi's Ghost Hunters, Zone Reality, the British show Most Haunted, Paranormal Challenge, Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel, and episode 18 of season 3 of Animal Planet's series, Call of the Wild Man. Really? It was also featured on paranormal shows Ghost Asylum. Don't go there. (laughs) Don't go there. Don't go there. (laughs) Ghost Asylum, which is the paranormal, the Tennessee Race Chasers. Yeah. Paranormal Lockdown and Destination America. Yeah. Was also mentioned on CW's show Supernatural in season 11. Episode 23, entitled The Alpha and the Omega. Wow. Hold on a second. Kindred Spirits had it too, season three. That's interesting. Love you. (laughs) Love you too. I see that. Chua. (laughs) 
<laughs> Yours said Joshua, right? Yes. Mine just said Joshua. Mine just said married. Huh. <laughs> Which is funny because before Joshua, I think it said Lisa. <laughs> Louder. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so this place stop. has stop <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> uh, this place Ooh. started off as a mansion they added a school for their kid and then tuberculosis Figured. Disfigured kid, I guess. Uh, <laughs> tuberculosis kicks in, becomes this huge is it sanitarium, right? Punish. San- well, it's the same word. We we discussed that, but it, they call it sanatorium. Sanatorium. But sanitarium and sanatorium are the same thing, Just, only for a longer period of time. Yes. Sanitarium by- is a short-term thing. Sanatorium is a long-term thing. You're in my house. Get out. Uh, <laughs> rituals. So here's a picture of the inside of Waverly Hills. Wow. I, I bet you that is creepy as hell at night. Oh, yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> <laughs> I just said clock again. Mine just said phone. Why is this clock again? It's twice now. Uh, so numerous shadow figures have been reported here. Mm-hmm. Apparitions of patients, nurses, and doctors. Roving cold spirits. Or spirits, rolling cold spots, <laughs> orbs, anomalous lights, moving objects, locked doors, unlocking and opening, equipment going haywire, EVPs, being accosted by Major invisible electric. hands, headaches, hello, nausea. <laughs> Changes to heart rates. Ooh, that's a nice one. The This place has the body shoot. Yes. Which is known to have an aggressive shadow figure in it. They have Timmy, which is in the children's pavilion. They have a nurse who killed herself in room 502. Mm-hmm. An elderly one. This one I never understood. Elderly woman in bloodied chains. And this was throwing me off because they have the creeper here too. <clears throat> oh yeah. And walks on all fours. Yeah, just like the the creeper there at Trans Allegheny. Yeah. 
That, that, that's, that's. Strange. Yeah. That's strange. Good word. Don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. I t- Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, on my notes, I have malevolent written right next to the creeper. <laughs> Accosted. By invisible hands. Now, do you think the anomalous lights and the orbs are two separate types of paranormal activity, or do you consider them to be the same ki- kind of paranormal activity. No, I think you, I think orbs and lights are different. And it, I mean, it's about the dimension to me. I think orbs are more three dimensional. Island. Island. Okay. Just funny because I was just thinking about an island in freaking New Zealand, in Australia. You gotta watch that one. That that's a that's a good good show. What's that? The Gray Man. Oh. Let's see. Oh, I got here. So. Fine. Riverdale Sanatorium is an abandoned hospital. Blah blah blah. Once housed so many tortured souls. This was a place. Um, that was built to house tuberculosis patients, unfortunately. Okay, so one of the most advanced ter- tuberculosis hospitals of all time. Waverly Hills Sanatorium Vincent. was originally on land purchased by Major Thomas Hayes in 1883. This is where we talk about the White Plague. Yabba dabba do. Wow. Huh. Um. So once the patients, doctors, and nurses walked into the facility, they became residents and lived inside the sanatorium. Yes. This was a self-sustained community with its own zip code. They grew their own food and had their own radio station. Yeah. Sanatoriums at the time were built on high hills surrounded by woods to create peace and serene atmosphere. It was thought that fresh air, good food, and sunshine would help cure the disease along with competent medical supervision. (laughs) Exactly. Right? Disrespectful. The staff did all they could to keep the morale high and keep the patients in good spirits. This was also what was thought to keep patients alive longer and not to succumb to the disease. The procedures tested out on patients by doctors were as grim as the disease itself. A lot of patients did not survive these experimental medical practices. Few treatments included lobotomy and pneumoctopy, 
which involved doctors surgically removing infected parts of the lung and sometimes the entire lung. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Another another procedure, thoracoplasty, was the removal of several rib bones from the chest to collapse a lung. During this time, it was common for the average patient to require seven to eight ribs be removed. Oh, my Lord. There was also the sun treatment, which theorized that if a patient bathed out in the sun, that it would help kill the bacteria that caused tuberculosis. Doctors would also insert a balloon into the patient's lungs and fill them with air to help their breathing. Unfortunately, (coughs) these procedures were ineffective. Wow. And led to no cure. You think? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hold back. Hold me back. It's a pop fly. Okay. The staff tried to keep patient morale up by allowing their loved ones to visit. There was a visiting day where patients' family members could come into the facility and visit their sick loved ones, not knowing at the time that this was an airborne disease. Oh, Lord, yeah. Unfortunately, many of the patients did not make it out alive from Waverly Hills. The mortality rate was about one death per day, a number that grew exponentially as the disease spread. In order to prevent patients from seeing the corpses of dead patients, a special shoot recording. called Keep right, recording. Keep recording. Called the body shoot. And mine said over here. <laughs> was built to allow the dead to be transported out at night. There was a railroad that went directly behind the sanatorium where the chute ended, and the bodies would be loaded onto the train and taken away. Wow. One of the many hauntings reported at Waverly Hills Sanatorium involves a little boy named Timmy, who has been seen with a leather ball and is thought to have fallen off the roof where the kids would play. Oh, wow. There was an investigation that went on to find out if Timmy was pushed or fell off the roof, and nothing was ever determined. So, um, another story involves room 502. That's the nurse who killed herself. That's the nurse who killed herself. In 1928, she was found dead in, in her room, allegedly committed suicide, by hanging herself from an exposed pipe or light fixture. She was 29 years old, pregnant, and unmarried. Yeah. Supposedly, she was depressed over the situation and took her own life. Another nurse, who was later in room 502, was thought to have jumped off the top floor to her death. Thought that it was also she may have been pushed. There is huh. no evidence to prove either way. Dangerous. There is just a few. Yeah, dangerous. <laughs> there is just a few of the documented hauntings at the hospital. That's interesting that two, two, is it, <coughs> excuse me, two, two suicides from people who were in that room. Both female nurses. Yes. That's a little coinkadinky. Yep. I got to tell you that that's a pattern to me. Yeah, I know you've had that issue from the hotel. the hotel. Yep. And it was the same room both times. Huh. It was really, really weird. Closet. 
closet. Interesting. Uh, maybe that's how Joshua and them are getting back and forth right now. Uh, <coughs> the elderly woman in bloody chains. That that's interesting. Hmm. There's a lots of goings on happening in Waverly Hills. Mm-hmm. I don't know why being accosted by invisible hands keeps popping, like staring me in the face for some reason. Yeah, a lot of people lost their lives. According to legends, a total of 63,000 people died here. But the more exact numbers say that 8,212 people lost their lives at the sanatorium. And that is still a lot. Waverly Hills, beneath Waverly Hills is a 500-foot tunnel that the staff use for entering and exiting the building and to help bring up materials. When, when the illness, and thus the number of deaths, was at its peak, the staff used this tunnel to carry the bodies outside. Yeah. That's the body uh, shoot. Nursing home. When finally antibiotics were invented, tuberculosis was suppressed and the number of patients gradually lessened. In 1961, the sanatorium was even shut down. This didn't last long because it was reopened in 1962 as Woodhaven Geriatric Center. It became a place for the demented elderly and severely disabled people. I talked about this earlier. <clears throat> yeah. Um, the sanatorium was almost demolished in 2001 Dang. because it was turned into a ruin. Do not. I know. I won't. <laughs> Ever since the place was vacant and turned into a magnet for teenagers looking for a thrill and homeless people looking for shelter. Because of the history of Waverly Hills, people believed it was haunted. Many broke into the place in search of paranormal evidence. The result was a vandalized and trashed location. It's funny, mine said homeless not too long ago. Yeah. <clears throat> Fortunately, it fell into the hands of Charlie and Tina Mattingly, and they saved the building from demolishment. Room 502, let's see, the other spirits of Waverly Hills on the roof where the children were given their sun therapy. The creepy song, Ring Around the Rosie, is heard. Oh. In the kitchen, a male figure with a white coat is seen. His appearance is often associated with cooking and smells like freshly baked bread in the room. Oh, wow. But it's impossible to prepare food in the room because it is in ruins. Uh-huh. On the third floor, the children's wing, a girl without eyes, is often seen, and there is a boy there that is playing with his ball. Near the sunrooms, where the patients were treated with ultraviolet light, a woman with bloody wrists is regularly seen. She has been seen running through the halls while she is screaming for help. Ring. Ceiling? Lights are seen from the outside which is impossible because the power has been shut down for years. Many people also claim hearing footsteps, disembodied voices, ether, ghostly sounds, doors slammed shut by themselves, and apparitions are seen in the doorways and corridors. Things have been thrown at people by invisible forces, and people claim they have been touched by unseen hands. Lovely. <laughs> and last but not least, people have seen a phantom hearst. Really? That appeared on the back of the building, probably to pick up coffins. 
That's the first. That's the first, first ghost I, car. Yeah. That's. Wow. Huh. They do say you can book ghost tours and even spend the night, but you can only visit when you've made a reservation. Oh, I can't have to reserve a spot there. That's a. Uh... <clears throat> what? Oh, there's some other places on this website. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. There's a castle in England, a castle in New Zealand, oh, wow. a place in Germany, and in the Philippines, there's something called the Fire Mummies. Oh, shit. So, I'm kind of interested in checking those places out. <laughs> <coughs> but, anyway, God, yeah, Waverly Hills, I like it. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've always liked Waverly, but, yeah. We we the haunted level scored pretty high for us on this one. We're just doing yeah. that regular one. Yeah, I don't want to. Let's let's talk about let's do our scores okay. and then compare them to what we came up <coughs> yeah, what yeah. we had before. So the residual energy in this place. Yeah, I think there's a lot of residual energy. Would there's... you say? Would you say it's more or less than Trans Allegheny though, or the same? I think there's more residual energy here. Yep. And for that, I'd give it a nine. Yep. We are on the same page. Intelligent. I don't think this is a, as intelligent. I don't think it as intelligent place. As Trans-Allegheny. Because Trans-Allegheny, we give a ten. Yeah. Zit. Where is it? Um, Wayne. Uh, Louisville. How do you feel? Louisville, Kentucky. Oh. Jeez. Okay, Wayne. Wayne, I, I'm, um, I'm feeling pretty good. I've been drinking all day, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Speaking of which, okay. Um, eight? You're you're an eight on the intelligence? I, I think I'm an eight on the intelligence. I, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. I, I would, yeah. Mine just said coffin. <laughs> <laughs> that freaking hearse and non speak. non-human I think there's non-human but I don't think it's that big lower. there's reports it's of shadow figures lower okay lower than a nine it's ghost soup saying it's, it's lower than a nine I agree <clears throat> I think I think I'm at a I think, seven I think I'm at nine. a seven yeah I think I'm at a seven on the on the non-human factor, there, there is non-human there. I just I don't think it's as prominent as Trans Allegheny. I think mm-hmm. it, I still find it interesting that the, the creepers in the best. Okay, it, should I, I say an you, eight? I guess is it an eight? Should we be an eight? Because of, is, are we disrespectful because we went lower? You told me to go lower. <laughs> you said lower, but I guess we went too low. Too low. How rude. Holy shit. Uh, Okay, lower seven, and we're like, oh, how rude. Go seven. <laughs> Disrespectful. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Jeez, Wayne. Wayne's take world. A, Wayne's take, world party take a break, town. dude. Excellent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, poltergeist activity. Poltergeist. There's there's moving objects, things being <clears throat> thrown at people. 
This I think is Door higher shut. than Trans Allegheny. Yes. I don't know if I'm at a ten, but I think I'm at a nine. I, I was thinking a nine here. And then the history of the place. You know, there's not a lot of history. Not it's, a lot. It was of, only open uh, for 50 years. A lot happened in those 50 years. It changed hands a lot because people wanted figured. to do a lot of disfigured again. Uh, yeah, and it was. It's really funny because the history of it really happened kind of after it closed. Because they were like, okay, I want to open a geriatric hospital. Yeah. That didn't work. I want to build a worship temple and a statue. That, that didn't work. It's like nothing else that they tried to do after that panned out. And I think that's kind of cool. I, I like that. I think I, it's almost so it's like, like nothing the, else that, was able to flourish there. No. Until they decided to keep it what it is. Yeah. And, and, st- and allow it, people to visit. You basically sell it as a ghost tour place. And use the money to restore the sanatorium. So now it's making money and yeah. now it's working. I think that's a very interesting thing. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's pretty interesting. Uh, does, so I don't know. Now I'm kind of talking better? myself back to... I think it's... Thinking the history is about the same. I was thinking an eight on the history. Yeah. I was, was going to put it just, right there. I think it's on par with Trans-Allegheny. Yeah. I mean, it, it still it goes back to the 1800s. When the guy first bought it and made it yeah. into a house and a school. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. And then I got Attic again. Um, okay, so the physical haunts. Um, Seeing physical evidence. Figures, apparitions. Apparitions, orbs. Orbs, seeing things. So there's orbs and lights. Um, being touched. A couple of. A- yeah, physically <clears throat> physically being touched, couple of um things being thrown at people. Yeah. That would be objects. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think it's a little bit lower than Trans Allegheny. I think I'm at an eight. I can go with an eight. I can go with an eight. Okay, voice phenomenon. Voice phenomenon. Uh, they got they get a lot of good EVPs here. It's good. They get um, they you get got EVPs, kids singing "Ring Around the Rosie." Ro- Rosie, "Ring yeah. Around the Rosie." That's a creepy one on yeah. the roof with the kids. That yeah. would be creepy. Uh, Pick that one up. Don't leave. I don't plan on leaving. Don't leave. Uh, That's kind of yeah. I mean, well, you get the moans, huh? The the crying, I think. Yeah, you get the moans and the crying. Footsteps. Is it as good as Trans Allegheny at a nine? And that's kind of where we were. That was an average because you were at an eight with Trans Allegheny. I was at a ten with Trans Allegheny. Yeah, I'm definitely not at a ten. I'm not at a ten. <clears throat> I think I'm at an eight. I'm again. thinking I was at an eight too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm at an eight. Right, I'm at an eight. Well, I'll do that on the next break. Okay. 
On the way now or have been on the way? Demon, thank you. <laughs> Who's on their way? <laughs> <laughs> There's a demon on the way. A <laughs> demon on the way. So objects. Um, speaking of demons, objects. So uh, there's a lot of objects moving. A lot of objects moving. Doors yeah, moving. Do we do we want to put this at a ten like Trans Allegheny? I think we almost have to, don't we? It's, I think this is even more. Right? So yeah, I think I'm at a ten because they actually literally throw objects at, at people. people. <laughs> <laughs> Which so, is yeah, why I, I was got, adding we, that into physical because <laughs> getting shit hit yeah. getting hit by shit. I think this is the one place mechanical is higher than Trans Allegheny. Because we've we're seeing lights on the inside from the outside, and there's no power in the place. Yes. Uh, yeah. And of course, there's you know the power drains and flashlights and things like that. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think I think doors I'm at an unlocking. Eight. That's probably yeah. mechanical. That might even be higher now. I might be at a nine. <clears throat> Don't leave, Dave. Whoa. What did it say? After that? It's a, it says Wayne. I got Wayne. Uh, hey, party on, Wayne. <laughs> it, says, it says Wayne, don't leave, possessed. Oh, shit. <laughs> After demon. <laughs> uh, and now so, it says war. So you're at a... Did you say you're at a 10 on I the I think mechanical? I'm at a 9. nine I'm at a 9. 9 on the mechanical? Yeah. I get... <sighs> Jesus. Slave toy? Okay, I'll go nine on that one. I'll go nine on that one. Right. The emotions, I think the emotions here are higher than what yeah, was that. I agree. Especially the in that headaches, tunnel. The headaches, the nausea, think... changes of heart rate. Yeah. I, if. And I, I guess just, that could have been part of the physical. just being in that tunnel would be well, awful. I We didn't even think about that. That could be part of the physical, too. A change in the heart rate. Headaches. Yeah, that that is a physical. That's a. So are we still at an eight on the physical? No. We bump it up a point. It says do not. So yeah, I think I think we're at a nine. We're at a nine there on the physical. So with that, the emotions. I think we put emotions at eight. Yep, I'm down for that. So what is that? Eighty-five. Is that right? Eighty-five. Yeah. Sixty-eight. Yeah, eighty-five. So the danger level of this place. <clears throat> I. Th- I think this is one that's probably lower as far as the danger level goes. I think we kind of thought that during our original show, too. Yeah. I think I'd be more at six or seven on the actual danger level for this place. I I was at an eight. An eight? So So if I was at seven. If you're at a six or if you were at a six, then we would be at seven. If you're at a seven, then we'll be at eight. 
Let me think. Let me think. Am I at six or am I at seven? Um, yes, you're yeah, dead. I think you're dead, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're being touched. Uh, Stuff being shit thrown at throw, you. thrown at you. Okay, yeah. I'm, all right, let's go. An eight. I like the eight. I like the eight. Okay. So with the eight, that takes us to a 93. 93. <laughs> <clears throat> More haunted, less dangerous, same... Number? Same same total. Same total. Interesting. Throat. Mine just said throat. Throat. Mine just said knife. <laughs> Dude, they are talking. I mean, it, we're talking to each other. Dude, it was kind of like at the at the hotel room. And they keep when I was back and forth. Yeah, you got Joshua. I got yeah. Joshua. I get Wayne. You get Wayne. They. Get, I don't. Yeah. I yeah. don't know when. When I was when I was at the hotel last Saturday, and we were on break, I could hear our two talking ghost tubes other. talking to each other. That's that's very weird. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. <laughs> So I guess I guess it's what did we what did we give it when we scored it? Oh, our haunted level when we were just doing the one through a hundred, what we thought we gave it a ninety five ninety six. Okay. Our danger level, even though we says it has everything, it checks all the boxes, but our danger level was a sixty to sixty five. So we actually with the lowdown scoring. Think it's less haunted than what we originally thought. Yeah, but the but danger the, level is the danger higher level is higher. But we think the danger level is it's actually more dangerous than what we originally thought. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I'm wondering. I'm wondering about the danger level because if we, if we turn instead of, um, because it takes, it's now eleven variables instead of ten. Yeah. So it's technically, um, eighty-three. So ninety-three. Um. So it's ninety-three out of one hundred and ten. Not out of a hundred. Yeah, we'd still put it about an eight point eight. Yeah, an eighty-eight. Yeah. So if I go, okay. Yeah, eight point four. Eight point four. So, so it comes it comes out to an eighty four, close to an eighty five total. Yeah, both locations. Well, okay. All right. actually, no. I take that back. The <laughs> other one would be higher because it's I don't know. No, I'd have to same. I'd have to figure that out. But I don't, I'm wondering if the if the bonus should be ten points or if we divide it by two, then the bonus is out of five, not out of not out of ten. 
So then the bonus would be four. And that would make it an 89 for Waverly Hills. And the bonus would be a five. That would make it an 88 for Waverly Hills. I mean, for Chanzalagini. I don't know. Just something to think about. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that on the next, right. you know, for the next show. But just, you know. What's... Or, or the danger is just a bonus that we add to the score. I think that's what we were... we're that's what we were going for, yeah. but... So, that's 14, 150, 151. 161. That's danger 80, level. 88. Well. No, 88. 88. 88. Are we adding both places? No, no. I'm just looking at if we combine this, the danger level with the haunted level. Over the hills on the old scoring, divide that by two, it'd be an 88. And here, if we did the danger level divided by two, it'd put it at 89. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Just shit off the top of my head. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, something, something to think about. So I guess now we're going to talk Eastern State. Yep. Now we did Eastern State before we even decided. Before we to started score. scoring this. I got you, son. Bitch, goddamn vampires flying around. <laughs> <laughs> So, Eastern State Penitentiary, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Opened in 1829. I think that's a nine. Sometimes I can't read my own handwriting. To 1971. Closet. Now, mine says closet. Okay. I think my son's going to be here. Oh, interesting. David or? David. Yeah, he's going to come pick up his son. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um. Visit us during the day or explore Eastern State as the sun goes down. Night tours, summer twilight, includes all of our daytime programming and more, like hands-on activities and the Fair Chance Beer Garden. Huh. Really? <laughs> really? I'm so down for this place. <laughs> wow. Wow. Niece again. That's the third time I've gotten the word niece. It is the third time you've gotten the word niece. Dang it, did it again. Why am I here? Um, Get tickets now. Grab a triple bottom brewing company beer, soft drink, or snack, and relax outdoors (laughs) in the Fairchance Beer Garden. 
reflect on Eastern <laughs> States history and the legacy of criminal justice reform through hands-on activities like trivia, letter writing, poetry, and art. <laughs> he turned it into a hippie amusement park. <laughs> With the support of community <laughs> partners, explore a new theme and take part in new events, tours, and activities every month. <laughs> wow. <laughs> on, on Thursday evenings, visit the Grant Boulevard pop-up shop and browse a selection of their sustainable, ethnically made clothing and accessories. <laughs> Up, upgrade your fit with a new oh graphic tee or fanny pack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why didn't we see this the first time? <laughs> oh, my God. Night oh. Tour Summer Twilight runs Thursday through Sunday evenings from May 6th oh. to September 4th. Tickets are available online and at the door. However, we strongly recommend purchasing your tickets in advance to ensure entry. Oh, my God. Ticket prices vary by evening. Thursday and Sundays, $19 online, 20 at the door. Fridays, 24 oh, yeah. online, 25 in the door. Saturdays, 29 online, 30 at the door. Eastern State members receive free admission to Night Tour Summer Twilight. Members may bring as many individuals as their membership level allows for free with a cap of four people by presenting their member card for entry. Visiting with a larger group, members also receive 20% off additional tickets at the door. Subject to availability, no reservations required. Click here for additional information on special member perks. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. How Discounted you rates up. are available for groups of 15 or above. I don't know how you ended up there, but. Oh I don't know God. how I ended up there either, but it's beautiful. Oh, my God. And I, and I ended up there twice. Twice. <laughs> and it wasn't, I was like, oh, let's do this website instead. Back to the same spot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how did I end up there again? <laughs> I end up in this spot. Oh my god! All right, I gotta. I'm gonna get a power cord for my son really quick. I'll be right back. Let's take a quick, quick break. Ooh, let's take a quick break. Oh my god! I got the ons. Uh, quick we're break. An hour or two. I gotta. I gotta get my. I gotta do another shot. Yeah, I gotta go get some room so I can take a swig. So, uh, please do, and then we'll do another absurd. Yeah, we'll do another absurd. Absurdity. So. Enjoy the creepy music while we go take care of other shit, and uh, we'll be right back.
to get me.
Ooh, we are back. The number five. How do I use it? How do I use it? I don't know. Let's get possessed twice. Okay. Okay. So Eastern State. How do I use it? <laughs> How do you use what? <laughs> the pointy end goes on the other guy. <laughs> So Desmond is joining us for a little bit. All right. Get that last little bit of grandson time in before he's got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma's back starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought David was there already. I thought he was too, but I guess he's on his way and they're just not here yet. Uh-huh. But yeah, I had to get that. I gave... I gave him one of my old desktops, but I didn't give him the power cord for it. Okay, watching you. Now, mine said five watching, possessed, sister, possessed. Mine said five, too. Yeah. Mine said five, killed. (laughs) Mine said five, watching. (laughs) Mine said five, killed. And then married... How do I use it? How do I use it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you okay watching? Well, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where. Oh. So, Eastern State. Eastern State Pen. This is kind of, this is one of your... Yeah. Spots. Yeah. It's it's over a hundred it was open for over a hundred and eighty years, from eighteen twenty nine to nineteen seventy one. It's considered America's first true penitentiary. This place had running water and central heat before the actual White House did. In fact the White House kind of stole its designs to do what it needed to do to get heat and electricity. Al Capone spent his first prison sentence in this place, which was only one year. But while he was there... That would be my son. Yeah. While he was there, he was actually haunted in his own cell by uh, James Clark. Slick Willie Sutton was there. Mm -hmm. Smith. That's funny it said blacksmith, because I was just going to say... And it said halt. I was going to say they moved a hundred and forty-year-old lock. Yeah. And when they removed the lock, a force overcame the dude and was unable to move. Look, is that Daddy? Is that Daddy? <laughs> Thinking it opened up a gate for all the trapped spirits. Now they, hey, what's up, bud? <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear me. Speak. He says, "How are you?" I appreciate you asking. Yeah. yeah. Spirit asked how he was. <laughs> At least the spirit cares. They are talkative tonight. And John. John also cares. Really well. Hi. Hi. I care about you, Dave. Hi. Not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said he cares about you, but not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> still, <laughs> still hasn't accepted his friend request. <laughs> Eric's sad. 
We are we are boycotting Eric right now. Where are we have we Okay, so Eric. my my random card that says, "I swear to God, I'm gonna murder my husband if he doesn't shut the fuck up about." <laughs> About what? (laughs) About. About. Free free two-day shipping shipping with Amazon Prime. (laughs) Man, we got to get it. It's got free two-day shipping. (laughs) I think I've had that conversation with my wife. Awesome. <laughs> oh, you got a little fedora thing yeah. going on there. Yeah. That? <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually for his son. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't fit. It's not going to fit you. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Oh, oh I forgot my rum. You forgot your rum? <laughs> That's full. Thanks. You have fun, Dad. <laughs> <You have> fun, Dad. <laughs> he goes, Oh, you're going at it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, like, like you said, um, so this was the. Uh, the penitentiary refined the revolutionary system of separate incarceration <coughs> first pioneered at the Walnut Street Jail, which emphasized principles of reform rather than punishment. Um, notorious criminals such as Al Capone and bank robber Willie Sutton were held inside this innovative wagon wheel design. James Bruno, also known as Big Joe, and several male relatives were incarcerated here between 1936 and 1948 for the alleged murders of in the Kelray's massacre of 1934. Before they were paroled at its completion, the building was this is a show, just calm down. The building was the largest and most expensive public structure ever erected in the United States. Yeah. And quickly became a model for more than 300 prisons worldwide. Yeah. This place is... Oh, you got... The prison... Oh. I got the picture. I have a picture. I got got the picture. You you got the picture? I'll read? uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's Eastern. Yeah. PNG. There it is. <clears throat> Looks like a castle. Dude. It, it, dude, this. I'm okay. This I'm reminds drunk. me of the movie The Last Castle, honestly, the way this is set up. But yeah. This, yeah, the Robert Ryder film? Good yeah. movie. That place is freaking huge, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That came out the nose. Um, Okay. The prison is currently a U.S. historical landmark, which is open to the public as a museum for tours seven days a week, 12 months a year, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Wow. 
Yeah, designed by John Haviland and opened on October 25th, 1829. Eastern State is considered to be the world's first true penitentiary. Eastern State's revolutionary system of incarceration, dubbed the Pennsylvania system, or separate system, encouraged separate confinement as a form of rehabilitation. The warden was legally required to visit every inmate every day. Wow. And the overseers were mandated to <coughs> see each inmate three times a day. Oh, wow. The Pennsylvania system was opposed contemptuously by the Auburn system, also known as the New York system, which held that prisoners should be forced to work together in silence and could be subjected to physical punishment. Sing Sing Prison was an example of this system. Kathleen. Thank you. Um, Although the Auburn system was favored in the United States, Eastern States' Radical Four Plan and system of solitary confinement was the model for over 300 prisons worldwide. Yes. Are you just... <laughs> punish. <laughs> punish. Same <laughs> thing you just said. Punish. Oh, I'm about to be. Ah! <laughs> ah! There's a giant caterpillar coming at me. I thought that was a bee. <laughs> it's kind of a bee, but it's 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 like a thing that Piper rides. Oh, okay. And or Larry, hi Romeo. <laughs> like, I don't want none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kissing you. <clears throat> smell the sake. <laughs> <laughs> you smell, you reek. <clears throat> well, good. Um, let's see. Uh, so. Eastern State's Radical Four Plan and System of Solitary Confinement was the model for three prisons. I live here. Critic and activist John Neal in 1841 expressed revulsion at the international reputation of a nation that broke away from all its bands and fetters only 50 or 60 years ago, overthrowing prisons, palaces, and thrones in her march toward universal emancipation. Already renowned throughout the the whole earth for her prisons, her manacles, and her badges of servitude. It's uh, interesting. Sure. What? Oh, okay. It's talking about the nation. Okay. Originally, inmates were housed in cells that could only be accessed by entering through a small exercise yard attached at the back of the prison. Only a small portal, just large enough to pass meals, opened into onto the cell blocks. This design proved impractical, and in the middle of construction, cells were constructed that allowed prisoners to enter and leave the cell blocks through the metal doors that were covered by a heavy wooden door to filter out noise. The halls were designed to have the feel of a church. And that brings me to that. Yeah, I was I was showcasing that one too. <clears throat> That's that. Look how I mean it's just 
foom, door, foom, door, foom, just flat rock. Yeah. Some believe the doors were, were small, so prisoners would have a harder time getting out, minimizing an attack on an officer. Others have explained the small doors forced the prisoners to bow while entering the cell. Oh, wow. This design is related to penance and ties to the religious inspiration of the prison. The cells were made of concrete with a single glass skylight representing the eye of God, suggesting to the prisoners that God was always watching them. Outside the cell was an individual area for exercise, enclosed by high walls so prisoners could not communicate. Exercise time for each prisoner was synchronized so no two prisoners next to each other would be out at the same time. Prisoners were allowed to garden and even keep pets in their exercise yard. When a prisoner left his cell, an accompanying guard would wrap a hood over his head to prevent him from being recognized by other prisoners. <coughs> wow, this is yeah. this is kind of impressive. Cell accommodations were advanced for their time, including a faucet with running water over a flush toilet, as well as curved pipes along part of one wall, which served as central heating during the winter months, where hot water would be run through the pipes to keep the cells reasonably heated. Toilets were remotely flushed twice a week by the guards of the cell block. Oh, my God. That would suck. Boy. Boy, if you had IBS. Oh, my God. <laughs> Horrible. I'm going to need an extra di- flush this week. <laughs> can, you, can you give me an extra flush? You guys had enchiladas for lunch. Um, <laughs> the original design of the building was for seven one-story Lord. cell blocks. But by the time cell block three was completed, the prison was already over capacity. All subsequent cell blocks had two floors. Toward the end, cell blocks 14 and 15 were hastily built due to overcrowding. They were built and designed by prisoners. Cell block 15 was for the worst behaved prisoners, and the guards were gated off from them entirely. Wow. Front of you. In front of you. That's a a new one. Inmates were punished with the individual treatment system. At the time, this form of punishment was thought to be most effective. They would be separated from the others. That's it. I'm putting you on timeout. (laughs) Yeah. In 1924, Pennsylvania Governor Glifford Pinchot allegedly sentenced Pep the cat-murdering dog, an actual dog, to a life sentence at Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, my God, really? (laughs) Pep allegedly murdered the governor's wife's cat. (laughs) Prison records reflect that Pep was assigned an inmate number. Oh, my God. (laughs) C2559, which is seen in his mug shot. Oh, my God. However, the reason for Pep's incarceration remains a subject of some debate. A contemporary newspaper article reported that the governor donated his own dog to the prison to increase inmate morale. Oh, wow. On on April 3rd, 1945, a major escape was carried out by 12 inmates, 
including the famous Willie Sutton. Slick Willie Sutton. Yeah, who over the course of a year managed to dig an undiscovered 97-foot tunnel under the prison wall. During renovations in the 1930s, an additional 30 incomplete inmate dug tunnels were discovered. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of tunnels. That's a lot of tunnels. Uh, and that's a lot of somebody not paying attention. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, and it was designated a National Historic Landmark in 1965. The prison was closed in 1971. Many prisoners and guards were transferred to Gratford Prison, about 31 miles northeast. The city of Philadelphia purchased the property with the intention of redeveloping it. The site had several proposals, including a mall and a luxury apartment complex surrounded by the old prison walls. During the abandoned era from the closing until late 80s, a forest grew in the cell blocks and outside within the walls. The prison also became home to many stray cats. (laughs) As kind of a revenge against the dog, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, in 1988, the Eastern St. Penitentiary Task Force successfully petitioned Mayor Wilson Good to halt redevelopment in 1994. Eastern State opened to the public for history tours. Huh. So mine, mine said, Devil, Lord, Bless, and Light. You're reading. Mine said, um, Well, why did you come up, Carl? Why did you come seven and kitchen? So I guess we got another number. <clears throat> That's a lot of low numbers two, five, and seven. Yeah, and I'm getting the low numbers for some reason. Yeah. So uh, it talks about the end of the solitary confinement system. The solitary confinement system eventually collapsed due to overcrowding problems. By 1913, Eastern State officially abandoned the solitary system and operated as a congregate prison until it closed in 1970. Hmm. Eastern State was briefly used to house city inmates in 1971 after a riot at Holmesburg Prison. The prison was one of the largest public works projects in the early republic. I'm uncomfortable too. And was a tourist destination in the 19th century. Notable visitors included Charles Dickens and Alex de Tocqueville. Whoever the heck that is. Um, And later notable inmates included Willie Sutton and Al Capone in 1929. Visitors spoke with prisoners in their cells proving that inmates were not isolated, although prisoners themselves were not allowed to have visits with family and friends during their stay. So other people could come and visit them, but family and friends couldn't. That's funny. I wonder why that is. I wonder why... It's weird. It's like that was a form of punishment or something. Uh, most of the early prisoners were petty criminals incarcerated for various robbery and theft charges. Muggers, pickpockets, purse snatchers, burglars, etc. And the first-time offenders often served two years. Wow. Huh. 
Let's talk about the hauntings of this place. I forgot to write this down. Huh. What, what, what are you seeing? Oh, so it talks about ghost cats. When the prison closed in 1971, a colony of cats lived inside. When restoration began, the cats were captured and neutered, thus causing them to eventually die off. Artist Linda Brenner sculpted 39 cat sculptures which surround the property. Huh. The sculptures were supposedly made of a material that slowly dissolves over time to represent the inevitable natural decay that faces all living things. Emily. Or Emily. Huh. I just thought that was really interesting. That's not the first ghost cat we've talked about on this show. <laughs> no, it's not. Trying. You're trying? I'm trying, too. I'm trying, too. And mine says trapped. Huh. They have EVPs there telling people to get out. You're 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 on. I'm just I'm trying to read about the penitentiary and and then there's David. <laughs> more. Uh, this is more. Got, more. More David. It wants more, more of you. It wants more David. More David. It actually said David. No. It just said more. It just said more. We added the David because I said there's David and it said more. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, said said le- le- <laughs> it said blessed acts. <laughs> I thought it said less. <laughs> Be a holy warrior of doom. Holy warrior. Away. Go away. away. <laughs> go away. It's a go away. <laughs> you went into the holy warrior. It's like go away. Uh, change my mind. You can leave now. <laughs> that is. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Uh, let's see. So when it was built. Um, Eastern State Penitentiary was one of the most expensive buildings in the United States. And mine just said Satan. Oh, it's gone over to your side now. <laughs> blessed acts and then Satan. Mine went, mine went devil blessed and light, so <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> and then and it just said Father. Uh. Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures conducted a paranormal investigation at the prison and captured disembodied voices, shadow figures, and other unexplainable occurrences. Notorious criminals like Al Capone and bank robber Willie Sutton did time at the penitentiary. Eastern State Penitentiary is on the bucket list for the most paranormal, more paranormally haunted place in the U.S. And yeah, it's on it's on my bucket list too. Yeah. Teams brave enough to search for evidence um, don't ever seem to leave empty-handed. 
Ghost Hunters revealed that what appeared to be an apparition of a man walking through cell block 12. Yeah. The crew for Travel Channel's Most Haunted recorded First. objects moving on their own. Investigators with the production team claim to have communicated with multiple spirits. Huh. So communicated, so that's intelligent. Yeah. Um, let's see, tour guides. When the aging prison opened for tours, people can't stay away. It's located in the middle of Fairmont Street in Philadelphia and has become one of the most visited tourist destinations in Pennsylvania. And this, I guess, is for Bill, because I think Bill's in that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thousands of people explore the historic penitentiary every year, and several emerge with their own ghost stories. Guests claim to get a glimpse of a man standing in the guard tower on the property. However, there is no way to physically get to the top of the tower. The brick stairs crumbled away years ago. Wow. So that's an apparition. Other employees and tourists hear whispering, giggling, even weeping while exploring the property. When they investigate where the noises are coming from, they never find the source. And the apparition of a mysterious woman is spotted so often that employees have named her the Soap Lady. Wow. She sits in the last cell on the second floor wearing white. The second floor held the woman's cell block when the prison was operational. Chicago gangster Al Capone spent eight months locked up in the penitentiary. Apparently, the spirits of the prison were powerful enough to terrify even the most vicious mob bosses. <coughs> Capone's criminal network made sure his accommodations in Eastern State were luxurious. His cell could have been mistaken for a cozy living room, complete with oil paintings and fine furniture. Although he was living like a king, an unforeseen force terrified him at night. The crime boss would let out blood-curdling screams in the darkness, begging for someone named Jimmy to leave him alone. This is supposed to be James Clark. Yeah. Many people believe Jimmy may be the spirit of Jimmy Clark, one of the men killed by Capone's execution orders in the St. Valentine's Massacre. Yeah. Even after Capone was released from Eastern State, the entity continued to torment Capone. Out of desperation, Capone even hired a medium, but that didn't seem to work either. Huh. Eventually, he lost his mind and ended up in a mental institution the final years of his life. Wow. Yeah. They say cell block six. Hello. <clears throat> cell block six has a dark, unnerving shadow that slowly slides down the wall. <sighs> cell block twelve has an evil soul that cackles at you, and cell block four has ghostly faces on walls, loud whispers, and loud screams coming from it. I still find the fact that the this blacksmith or, or locksmith removes this 140-year-old lock, and when he opens it, a force overcomes him and was unable to move. 
That is a great picture. I'm going to put this up. And the, 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 the locksmith actually thinks that it, he opened up a gate for all the trapped spirits. Oh, yeah. oh that's interesting. <clears throat> so we think there might be a portal here. Uh, maybe, or just you know, this this freaking lock has been on there for 140 years. No, none of these spirits were able to get out. They thought they were still in prison because the door wouldn't open. Hmm. A possible portal, maybe. I'm waiting for this picture for you to throw up. Yeah, check this out. This is one of the cells. Oh, yeah. Look how small that is, man. Knife. Knife. You know, working at a state penitentiary. Oh, shit. Mine just said John. No. It said John and then knife. What about my knife? (laughs) I don't know, dude. What about his knife? No. No? It just said no. Mine said Kelly and then trash. <laughs> Mine said Kelly before too. Really? Yeah. Huh. I know I had the name Kelly. Honestly, I mean, besides it being all cement wall, this is pretty much the average size of a cell. Yeah. Oh, bye, buddy. Thanks for playing with me today. Yeah. 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 I had fun too. We went for a nice walk today. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw the trees and the birds. He loved it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's smiling at me. I'm 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 stuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mine just said gun. You're gonna and I'm gonna disappear. If I get up off this chair, I'm gonna fall on my face. <laughs> I've, I've had two I've had two shots of sakya, so I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of glazed over right now. <laughs> Love you, son. Later, John. Later, David. I would get home safe. Yeah, it's a fridge. I know. I noticed. I, I know. It looks like a fridge. Look. Fridge. fridge. <laughs> you have all your beer? Beer. Beer. <laughs> hey, you want a beer? Don't take my beer. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> man. man. Love you. Take my beer, it'll just be spirit. <laughs> it'll, just be, it'll be just spirit. <laughs> yeah, it's live on YouTube. Yeah, we're live on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the video. Spirit, spirits with spirits with John and Dave. Cool. Love you. Later. Love you. Bye. John says bye. Love you. He says bye. 
Oh, bribed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Ooh, this is interesting. So it talks about the different types of punishment at the penitentiary. Oh, yeah. Missing. Ooh, that's nice. <laughs> okay. The iron gag. Yes. It ripped people's tongues off. Yeah. Let's say you're a few months into your sentence in 1834 and you can't bear keeping your mouth shut any longer. That's how an in- inmate, Matthias McComsey, may have felt in 1833. While he was serving time for manslaughter, McComsey tried to talk to his Angle. neighbor. When he got caught by guards, they slapped the iron gag on him. To do this, they bound and shackled his hands behind his back. They put an iron-casted gag over his tongue. The gag was attached by chains to the shackles on his wrists. Then they left him there. One hour later, he was found dead in his cell. Ripped his fucking tongue off, pretty much. Ripped his... T- Apparently, the iron collar ripped up his tongue, and he bled to death. Yes. Then there's the mad chair. Ah, uh, yeah. Early Philadelphia doctors believed mental illness spread through, through the body through circulation. They thought that they could cure insanity by simply making sure blood couldn't pump through the body. This is... Dumb. The, I had to put that out. The best way to do this, restricting all movement. The mad chair was created so inmates could be strapped in so tightly that it was literally impossible to move. Eighth of an inch of movement, maybe. Yeah. They would be forced to sit in this chair for days without food. Restricting the blood flow inevitably caused damage to the body, and inmates often needed limbs amputated after spending time in the mad chair. Yeah. And then there's the water bath. If you broke the rules during the winter season, you would be subjected to another horrific punishment. A guard would dunk your head in ice-cold water then hang you on a wall all night. In the freezing cold. The frigid air would cause your skin to ice over before morning, and many did not make it through the night. Die of hypothermia. Wow. You don't remember talking about those when we were talking about interstate? Yeah, yeah. I I remember it. I'm bringing it's bringing all this back. Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh man, I remember this." Yeah. That iron and then there, there's the Halloween haunted house that they do there. Yeah. They do a Halloween haunted house I'm, there too. I'm I'm really interested in doing that. Female. Female. Uh So what do you think about the 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 paranormal aspect of this place? Because there's a lot of history here. There's a lot of history. This is huge historical. Happy. happy. I don't think it's a happy place. No. Hell. Asshole. 
first time I've gotten that in a while. <laughs> I haven't heard that go through in a bit. Uh, some of these cell blocks are pretty unnerving. Uh, uh, that fucking lock, that lock, that 140-year-old lock, it, it bugs me. They said an estimated 75,000 inmates served time here between 1829 and 1971. 180 years this place was open. That's a long time for a penitentiary to be open. God, I'm looking at some of these pictures, and they're just amazing of the inside of this place. Amanda's my daughter. Don't you go crazy now. And Teresa. Yeah. I can't believe what? I said my name. You did say your name. <laughs> and then knife. And then knife. I don't like that part. Disrespectful. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Eastern State has a few famous inmates. Chicago's you know, you? law served eight Where, months. Colorado. So, yeah, 190 years in operation is what it says. Almost 190 years. Yeah. Eight months for carrying a deadly weapon in a concealed manner. Because of his money, he was placed in on the Park Avenue block, allowing him to furnish his cell with whatever he wanted, like lamps, plants, and skylights. Capone. Two skylights. And they have a picture of it. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. You can see a lamp, you see the skylights, you see like a bed with covers on it. There's like a little desk with a hutch. And a chair in the back. Yeah, he he, he had a little bit of a luxurious little, little throw rug in the middle. Slick Willie Sutton served an eleven-year sentence as a famous bank robber, and then he unsuccessfully tried to escape by digging digging a tunnel with his fellow inmates in the nineteen forties. Yeah, I'm uncomfortable too. It's. It's really interesting. There's there's quite a bit of stuff going on here. Yeah. What strikes you as I mean this is this is like one of your main spots. Yeah, so there's two things that that's that's throw out for me and I I keep going back. One is the 140-year-old lock that fucking just unleashes some unforeseen Forced. Yeah, that's really that's got me interested too. And 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 the shadow figure that slowly slides down the wall in cell box six is is a little sticks out to me pretty good. I'm just, I'm just going to throw this out there. Could that be a creeper? I'm, uh, yeah, right. I was thinking that myself. I mean, yeah, I'd have to say Eastern State Penitentiary has its own creeper. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Now, what nice. I don't remember. <clears throat> hearing about is anybody getting touched or harmed or anything in this place that 
there's like stuff being thrown at people. Yes, Mama? Yes. Yeah, I can only give him one a day until for a week, and then I can go to two. Go from five milligrams to ten milligrams. Yep. But he's got to go through a loading phase for a week. Yeah. So I gave it to him early this morning. Quiet. Be quiet, it says. Yes. Oh, wait. So, huh? Oh, cool. So, yeah, there, there are, of course, stuff being thrown at people, but I don't remember seeing anything where people have actually been touched. I haven't seen anybody, like, physically being touched or pushed or scratched or anything like that. Um, you know, a lot of this stuff here is an emotional. Yeah, okay. This is what a lot I'm of EVPs, seeing. a lot of EVPs, a lot of like feeling like you're being watched or um, like feeling of being trapped or something. Yeah. That's a that's a big one that I'm seeing is a lot yeah. of people felt like they're being trapped or like stuck somewhere. Hmm. Okay. So, all right, let's let's go into the 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 scoring here. So, residual on this place, I think, is right there with Waverly. Yeah, I think this is this is big. Actually, I'm, I'd probably think I it's might more do a ten. Than, I I think it's more than Waverly, honestly. Yeah, I might go ten on the residual here. But the intelligence of this place. That's that's the question mark for me. I I don't know. I mean, I, I know there's shadow figures. There's some intelligent going on. There, there's some intelligent. It's, but but it's I don't, weird. It's like I don't all think the it's as high as Waverly. All the intelligent doesn't seem like it's... I think... Okay. Uh, I think all the intelligent is not human. It's yours. Yes. But, I mean, that still gives point to the intelligent. Yeah. But it more of the score goes to the non-human. Yeah. So I would, <clears throat> I would probably put the intelligent at a. I'd probably put the intelligent actually at a six. Okay. I was at a seven. Okay. Well, if you're at a seven, then we're at a seven. Then we're at a seven. The non-human is good here. I like. The, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. It's like bad, the but, but it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's abundant. Let's put it that yeah. way. I would I would put the non-human here up with the Trans-Allegheny. Yeah. It says do not. Okay. Uh, maybe in between Waverly Hills and Trans-Allegheny? <laughs> is, is eight okay? Can we do eight? Can we do eight? Answer me now. We're going to nine. Nine okay, no response. We go to nine. But yeah, I think this is this rivals Trans Allegheny from the non-human aspect. Now the poltergeist activity again. There's stuff being thrown. Now I get Albert. Okay, there's stuff being thrown to people. Um, 
Is it? I honestly think the poltergeist activity is still lower than Trans-Allegheny. Oh, you think it's even lower than a 7? I think it's lower than a 7 here. I'm not hearing about doors being open and shut. I mean, yeah, we got some stuff being thrown at people. That's my wife. (laughs) (laughs) She don't need to know that. She don't know who I am. (laughs) She don't know who I am. (laughs) Good night. He said good night. Love you. She said love you. He said love you. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I, so were you at a six? I'm at a six here. What Ooh, somebody's angry say? about that. Oh, yeah? What would it say? It said angry. Oh. <laughs> angry. Well, angry. I'm not it's seeing angry. a lot of reports. I mean, yeah, we got a little, some, a little bit of stuff being thrown, but it's not more than what Trans-Allegheny is. It's less than Trans-Allegheny. Yeah, I'm down for a six. Now, the history, I think, is a ten here. Yeah, I agree with that. With Capone and Willie Sutton and all the stuff, and oh. and the fact that it was open for 190 years, and yeah. it was like the start of like all the penitentiaries. It had and, it had central heat and water before the White House. Yeah, so much in fact that tourists came to visit the prison more than the White House. More than the White House because they were like, dude, this is like it was the most expensive. Over th- okay, over it was the most expensive place in the United States. Yeah, the most expensive th- building. Yeah, over th- over three hundred penitentiaries based their model off this place. I mean, yep. a lot of history. So let's go into the aspects of the, the hauntings themselves, though. Yep. So okay, so physical. So physical. So there's not a whole lot of touching and pushing and stuff. No, but there are apparitions. We're, we are seeing apparitions, shadow figures, faces. Uh. Stuff being thrown. I know that's also part of objects, but it's still part of the physical aspect of it. Um, Watching you. Touching you? Or watching you? This is watching you you day. So it's watching me during the day. Oh, that's interesting. Always. (laughs) Always. We have have Waverly Hills and Trans-Allegheny both at a nine. I don't think it's I don't think it's at a nine. I'm leaning more towards a seven. Okay. I'm down for that. Okay, voice phenomena. A lot uh, of good sound. voice phenomena. They, they a lot of good a voice lot phenomenon. Telling a lot people, of sounds. EVPs telling people to get out. Whispers, loud screams, footsteps. Uh, yeah. Yeah, totally. I I, th- I think this is... On par with Waverly on the voice phenomenon. Okay, that's an eight. So not as good as Trans-Allegheny. I still think Trans-Allegheny holds the top spot with voice. Okay. Hell, nice. Okay, objects moving. Not a lot. Not not as much. I mean, we got tens for both. And then I yeah, this isn't even close. No, not, not even close. Close to Waverly or Trans Allegheny. Yeah. 
Um, six. I yeah. I I, I can't. I'm like I can't even give this a seven. I have yeah, to go. With I can't a even six. give it a seven. I yeah. I got to go six. Um, mechanical. This is an interesting one. Mechanical electrical. This is an issue because I'm not. Here, I didn't remember reading any reports on doors Coughing opening. Again. I don't remember. The, it's lights. funny. The reports I hear are sounds of doors opening and closing, but not reporting that they're actually opening and closing. So, like, you hear the doors opening and closing, but they don't see it. See it. It's not yeah. actually happening. Yeah. So that it's a residual energy of what's yeah. going on in the prison. So mechanical, I think. Because uh, we no, have Transalgini uh, at a six and Waverly Hills at a nine. I knew they have battery issues there. Yes. Um, and things like that. And that's kind of where Trans-Allegheny was with their mechanical. There wasn't a lot of happenings going on, I guess. Yeah. So I'd, I'd probably put it right there on par with the Trans-Allegheny at a six. Yeah. Emotion. I think emotion's high here. This is the place that scares me uh, over yeah. over Penhurst for some reason. And yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> I mean, I'm at an I'm at a nine because I know how I would feel in this place. Yeah, yeah, and how the how the people were treated there, and that it's a, a prison in general. <clears throat> I can tell you, that, I was probably at a nine all the time at work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it really wears you down just being mm-hmm. in this kind of place. Uh, the fear factor has to be really unnerving in this place. Yeah. And for some reason, this place freaks me out. I don't know why. This, There's always a feeling like you're being followed or watched or... Or whatever in this place, yeah. Um, more so than more so than a lot of prisons. <clears throat> I think I'm at a nine. Yeah, I think I'd be, I, I think I'd go with a nine here. So uh, let's add this up: seventeen, going, thirty-two, forty-two, fifty-nine, or forty-nine, fifty-seven. Wow, 78? Yep. Now, the danger level here is, I don't know See, why. This, I, you, I, you, I, have, you have this higher than I do. Yeah, if I don't know why this place freaks me out. I don't know if it's something I've seen in a dream. I don't know. But there's something about the lock. There's something about that freaking shadow in cell block six that really gets me. About this place. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Flames. Nice. And demon. I didn't even see that one. So I got, I got, oh, I got coffin, flames. What year is it? Demon, flames. Thank you so much. Huh. But 
I wouldn't. I'm, <coughs> I'm going to jump off topic for a second. Okay. I watched an Help. episode of Portals to Hell la- last week. Oh, I love that show. Yep. They went to a place and they talk about a guy that they call Top Hat. No. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. It's a it's an old theater. Ooh, that's interesting because there was a fire at the theater and I just got the word burnt. <clears throat> but so there was a fire at the theater and the theater it was leveled because the fire just like took the whole building and then they rebuilt another theater on top of it. And they have somebody that they call the top hat and it's a shadow figure that's always in the upstairs apartment above the theater. Wow. And the way they describe him, like, to a T, matches your dude. Wow. Dude, I so want to call Jack Osborne right now. (laughs) I'm like, dude, you have no idea. (laughs) Let me tell you about my top hat. <laughs> I got something for you. Um, okay, so so I'm just I'm gonna guess that you're at a ten for the danger level. I am at a ten for the danger level here. Yeah, and I can't explain it, but like I said, it, it could be something that's in my head. It could be something I'm feeling. Hell, it could be top hat telling me something. I don't top hat, know. Top hat going, don't mess with this dude. I'm. I won't go here with you. <laughs> if you if you go here, and that that makes sense to me. That top hat's like okay. There's that there's, dude in there's like there's six. dudes there's dudes that I, okay. I'll protect you from these dudes, but from this guy, I that's can't the Eastern help State. <clears throat> no, and I I get that you're at a ten. I'm at an eight for the danger level here. Okay. So what happened? So that so that evens it out in a nine. I don't know what happened. I don't even know why Top Hat's with me. It might just said Zachary. That's a that's, that's a new a one. Weird, that's a new name. That's yeah. So with the nine, that would put us at an eighty-seven. Eighty-seven altogether. Mm-hmm. Where this is our lowest scoring one so far. Yep. I wasn't expecting that honestly. We got so, we got two spots left. Yeah, time to hit good old Leavenworth. Oh, that's interesting. I have Penhurst before Leavenworth. Really? Yeah. You went Leavenworth Penhurst. I went. I, I went. I yeah. I went Leavenworth Penhurst Eastern Waverly Trans. I went again. Penhurst Leavenworth Eastern Waverly Trans. Well, okay, which one do you want to do? Pens or Leavenworth? It's your uh, your show, bud. It's your birthday. <laughs> angry. I got angry again. And you. Watching you? I'm watching, watching you, you watching me. How about that? I'm watching me, watching you, watching me. All right. Let, you want to do Penners first? Leavenworth is our... Huh. Okay. So, what's up? YouTube user Dan the Man wanted to see Netflix. So here we go. Oh. 
What's the what? YouTube. What's up, YouTube? User Dan the Man wanted to see Netflix, so here we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Interesting. Not as funny as the first two. <laughs> Not as funny as the first two. I kind of want another one. We need to make up for that. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. That's a huge... <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, have you seen this new documentary on Netflix? I don't want to give anything away, but let's just say it will change the way you look at a little sewer girl strangling a pigeon. <laughs> That one I'll take. <laughs> I've never seen anybody do it that way before. <laughs> oh my god. Um okay, so what we're we doing? We're gonna do Penhurst first. You wanna do Penhurst first? Let's go to Penhurst. Let's go to Penhurst. This is this is my This is my Rachmaninoff. This is I, I live here. This is my ninth symphony. Originally called Eastern Penn Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic. Penhurst. Boy, that's an awesome freaking... From 1903 to 1987, this place was open. By 1960, housed 2,791 patients. 900, what does that say? Oh, yeah. 900 patients passed their maximum occupancy. Ten thousand six hundred people actually lived there throughout their time. Half of that died there. So this place had fifty three hundred deaths. <coughs> and it spanned that it was open. Hospital. Yes, it was a hospital. Or I guess it was an asylum. Ray. It does Ray. it does say asylum. Yeah. This is so great. And sin. Uh, yeah. Previously known as the Eastern Pennsylvania State Institution for the Feeble-Minded and Epileptic, was opened on November 23, 1908. In its 79 years of operation, there were hundreds of allegations of abuse and negligent Neglect oh. of patients, uh, uh. many of whom were mentally or physically disabled. 
it ranks up with the, the abuses of Waverly Hills. Oh, yeah. And Trans-Allegheny and... Oh, yeah. All, all those guys. According to paranormal researchers, Pennhurst Asylum is one of the most haunted places in Pennsylvania, if not the United States. And I'm going to say <clears throat> the world. Ghost hunting has become a sort of cottage industry around the property. There And there's even a Pennhurst Paranormal Association. Their tagline is, they lived here, they died here, and are still here. I firmly believe that about this place. Yep. Pennhurst Asylum itself is beautiful, sprawling campuses of about 20 buildings. The older buildings are red brick with granite and terracotta trimmings, making them quite striking. The facility was built to be almost entirely self-sufficient with a power plant, farmland, and other facilities on the property. And I want to stop for a second. We've hit three places that are like that now. Yeah, self-sufficient. Self-sufficient places. The only one that hasn't been so far is Eastern State. Is Eastern State. That was an actual penitentiary. Yeah. These Trans-Allegheny, Waverly Hills, and Pennhurst are all sanatoriums or asylums. Yeah. So they like to try to take less money from the state, so they try to become more self-sufficient. Waverly Hills, though, actually had its own freaking zip code. Yeah. It was its own actual community. I mean, the people live there. Yeah. Yeah. I think this place is like that, too. For things that could not provide for themselves, it was serviced by a private rail line that brought supplies from the outside world. Many of the buildings are connected by underground fireproof tunnels, to make moving patients around easier, like many similar facilities of the era. The buildings were designed with small rooms for two to three people, but within four years of its opening, Penhurst was already overcrowded due to pressure to admit immigrants, orphans, and criminals. Residents were classified with three categories, mental, imbecile, or insane. Jesus. Physical, physical, epileptic or healthy, and dental, good, poor, or treated. <laughs> wow. In 1913, the Pennsylvania legislature appointed a commission for the care of the feeble-minded, which stated that the disabled were unfit for citizenship and recommended a program for custodial care, meaning that Penhurst would become even more overcrowded. <sighs> By the mid-1960s, the asylum housed 2,791 people, 900 more than the facility could comfortably accommodate. Most of the patients were children. That's... And despite the facility's label as a school, only 200 of the residents were in any kind of art, education, or recreational programs that would have helped improve their condition, though many were high-functioning enough to improve with such care. Oh, that's interesting. The facility had only nine medical doctors and 11 teachers on staff, none of whom had special education training. <clears throat> Bullying was rampant and unpoliced, and it's thought that was, 
that this was the real reason for many accidental deaths and suicides that occurred. In 1968, conditions at Penhurst were finally revealed to the public in a five-part TV series report by a local correspondent for NBC10 named Bill Baldini. These segments were titled, Suffer the Little Children. The horrifying footage triggered public outcry, but it would still take almost a decade of legal action against Penhurst before the facility closed. The allegations that finally led to a lawsuit against Penhurst Asylum were those of Terry Lee Halderman, who, upon a visit to her parents, was found to have unexplained bruises. So I'm guessing this was a kid. Yeah. Although the case was never expected to go very far, the courts would find that the conditions at Penhurst were deplorable, violating the 14th Amendment. Be careful. Be careful again. Um, wow. They also found that the institutions used cruel and unusual punishment, which violates, violates both the 8th and 14th Amendment, as well as the Pennsylvania Mental Health and Retardation Act of 1966. In 1983, nine employees were indicted on charges ranging from assaulting patients, some of whom were in wheelchairs, to arranging for patients to injure each other. All of these findings led to the district court's decision to close the facility. This was the first time that this was ever done based on a constitutional right to community services. And the case would become an important precedent known as the Penhurst Doctrine. Wow. None. <clears throat> N-O-N-E Shortly or after. N-U-N? Punish. N-U-N. <laughs> I just said punish. Punish, nice. In 2001... Okay, wait. Shortly after its closure, the Department of Military Affairs Sacrifice. acquired the upper campus, nice, and reopened it as the Southeastern Veterans Center. In 2001, the the state began, Robert, the state began acknowledging its duties to maintain historic property in relation to Pennhurst, and the Pennhurst Memorial and Preservation Alliance was formed to advocate for certain uses of the property. As of 2010, the administration building has been renovated and repurposed as the Pennhurst Asylum Haunted House. Despite controversy from locals and those previously affiliated with the asylum, the attraction has been successful. Oh, yeah. Has to be. Wow. That's interesting. So, Timothy Smith, the president and CEO of the PPA which the Penhurst Preservation Alliance, I guess that's it. that's what that is, is the son of the property's current owner. And he believes that uh, the high occurrences of paranormal activity at Penhurst could make it very profitable. The official research team for the Penhurst Asylum is the Shore Paranormal Research Society, a team of trained specialists whose purpose is to discover truth behind claims of paranormal activity. According to Jim Ansbach, the 
SPRS's founder and case manager, Pennhurst Asylum is a hot spot for the paranormal. They have conducted numerous large-scale investigations of the property, taking photos, videos, audio recordings, and multiple in the the undeveloped buildings, reporting numerous sightings, mainly in the Quaker building. In the Quaker building, numerous shadow figures appear to manifest and dissipate at will. Those include what appears to be a young girl with long dark hair and a large hunched figure with dangling arms. Items have been seen moving while no one is near them, even going as far as to be propelled across the basement. Wow. Investigators have reported physical interactions with spirits such as shoving and scratching, these assaults have been physical marks, have left physical marks that could be seen after leaving the property. There are also multiple electromagnetic frequency spikes recorded while in the building. Prison. Despite there being no power currently supplied to it. One of the most well-documented occurrences of Penhurst is electronic voice phenomenon, which is the recordings of voices that could not be heard at the time of recording. Voices can be heard saying things like, go away, we're upset, and disturbingly, I'll kill you. Screaming and crying can also be heard without the help of recordings. It appears that despite patients being gone, the sounds of Penhurst Asylum remain. Penhurst Paranormal Association plans to open the former hospital for more ghost hunts in the future. With either with other paranormal institutions such as Eastern State Penitentiary, popular institutions, Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia and the Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Kentucky as business models. Oh, yeah. Bedroom. Bedroom. Interesting. They get a lot of EMF surges in this place. A lot of EMFs, a lot of EVPs. Go uh, touching, what was it, the Simric building? Sees more apparitions than shadow people. Yeah. I know the Mayflower building is the one that you're... That's the one I'm, that's the one I'm like... Yeah. I think, I think there's a demon in there... Well, I mean, and that's that's going to be a fight for me. There's a they say there's a spirit in there who likes scaring alpha males. I mean, I, I don't. I, are you an alpha male, Dave? Are you alpha male, Dave? I'm. <laughs> I, I consider myself a beta plus. A beta maybe. plus. <laughs> yeah. I'm O negative. <laughs> I'm O negative. I'm I'm O positive. I'm not quite universal, but I'm close. Um. <laughs> um. I know that's that's the spot that has you. You yeah, don't that's think the spot that that's has where me you think the demon jumping. is at, not actually yeah. at the Quaker Hall building, right? Where they do have a lot of poltergeist activity there and demonic activity is for, for what they've been reporting. You talked about them being touched and shoved, the EMF surges. EVPs. You didn't hit on the hot spots and cold spots. This is one of the few places that we've ever talked about that doesn't just have cold spots. It actually has hot spots in there, and that's interesting. 
That's interesting too. Yeah. Let's see. Today, today the building has bore witness to more than a few ghost hunting crews searching for answers and to communicate with the patients who never left the walls. A sprawling network of buildings and tunnels were left abandoned and tortured spirits grow restless within the confines oh. of the Penhurst. Staff and caretakers of the property say that the buildings, as well as the underground tunnel network, and are and severely haunted by the spirits of the patients who suffered and died here. Reports of slamming doors, disembodied voices, and footsteps, sounds of vomiting and crying are heard from seemingly empty rooms. Some witnesses have even reported the apparition of a little girl roaming around the campus, looking perplexed and a bit lost. The sound of children playing and crying is also a common occurrence. Most of the spirits at Penhurst are believed to be friendly, just looking for someone living to communicate with to tell their story. Reports of satanic worship have come from the property also. Really? I I don't think I wrote that down last time. Uh, A site of otherworldly urban decay, the asylum sits stagnant with twisting vines and roots weaving in and out of the buildings... Oh, yeah, I want to put that picture up. I got it. Keep reading. Scream. Okay, he got it. Ah! Scream. And mine said Kyle. (laughs) Damn it, Kyle! Damn it, Kyle! (laughs) You killed Kenny! Um, (laughs) It almost seems like nature is trying to reclaim the stones to destroy the unnatural happenings that took place here. Inside these tombs are hallways filled with old laundry totes, sagged with molded clothes and linens, layers of graffiti, rusted wheelchairs, and rain sneaking in. Raw, negative emotions filled the halls with Penhur- of Penhurst years ago, and most of that heaviness hasn't left. It's ingrained in the walls, the floors, and the ceilings. Today, Penhurst sits as a part-haunted attraction part memorial to the dead. It is hoped that we do not forget what happened here as it is necessary to remember mistakes of the past to prevent them from happening in the future. I just wanted to finish that. But see, I have, I have dreams of standing outside of the Mayflower building. I find that, I find that interesting. I, it's the last time was, um, a couple days before our ley line. <clears throat> yeah, I episode. remember you saying that that you actually yeah. had another dream about Penhurst. Yeah. How far in do you go into that Mayflower building? Or are you always standing on the outside of it? I'm always. I've never been on the inside in my dream. I've always been on the outside looking in. Do you think that's you keeping yourself from going in there, or do you think that's something keeping you out from going in there? I think it's something keeping me out. Which is why you think that's where the demonic entity is. Yeah. And and to be honest, I'm not exactly sure about that. It's either something's trying to keep me out, or it's my own conscience trying to keep me out. Yeah, it's like no, no, we're not going. We're not in this state. <laughs> we yeah, ain't going that's, in there. <laughs> yeah. If oh, Satan again, thank you. 
It says, what is this? Satan. <laughs> Portrait. That's an interesting word. But um, this is, yeah, this is mother. my... Mother. This is my dangerous spot. This is my, you know, and it's that building. It's not, it's not, I want to go in the Quaker building for sure. What originally drew you to Pennhurst? Was it the I dreams? Can, I think it was the dreams. I had the dreams before I, I saw my first paranormal show. I, paranormal show that did it. Before Ghost Hunters and, went out there. And it was really, yeah, before Ghost Hunters hit it. And it was really interesting because I didn't realize until Paranormal Lockdown. When you saw. When I saw the outside of the Mayflower building. I'm seriously going to have to freaking reach out to freaking. It's Jack and. Well, Paranormal Lockdown, that was Nick Groff and Christina Weidman. Portals of Hell, I mean. Katrina. Portals to Hell was Katrina and, and Jack Osborne. I'm going to have to reach out to those guys. I'm, I'm interested on that top hat. I'm going to find that episode. Not. It says not. Don't find that episode. Don't find that episode? Um, What was it? it was, I mean, it was just this last week, so... I think it was called the the Mabel Theater or something like that. This, don't get me wrong. Penners is definitely top five spot that I want. I, like, actually, top two. Because, like, I think our ones and twos are backwards between me and you. Yeah. Um, God, I'm just looking at our old score going, I can see why we rated it this high. Uh M- Malco Theater. Malco Theater. Is. Okay. Is that season two? Season three, episode eight. It's the it's the most recent episode. They're on. Oh, so they did start season three. Yeah. I've been waiting for that. I just haven't been Penner? on the Discovery. Oh, Plus. that's interesting. Team Paranormal Investigations. Professional and novice paranormal investigation teams are encouraged to seek out this booking for your visit to Penhurst Asylum. Your team must be 10 people or more. The base for this event is $100 per person. Teams are welcome any night of the week. You will be provided your team's own Penhurst professional guide. This event is not equivalent to a site rental. I like you. you too. Well, thank you. Um... That's interesting, but you have to have ten people. So they want a grand. They want a thousand bucks. Is what they want a thousand bucks. Public paranormal tours um, investigate the notorious paranormal activity. Penrose Asylum most Saturday evenings and select Fridays throughout the year. Upon arrivals, guests would be divided into groups of 10 to 15. Each small group will be led by a paranormal Penhurst paranormal guide. Hmm. Liar. Um, groups groups will separate. <laughs> liar. <laughs> um, it says right there. Um, 
groups will separate and search for paranormal activity in various hotspots throughout the former state hospital. Oh, that's nice. Heart attack. Jesus. Heart attack. Guests are welcome to bring their own investigative equipment or utilize Penhurst Asylum's equipment. Is that how you died? Paranormal teams are welcome to attend these events and will be permitted to remain as one group. However, teams must understand that they will not be the only group on site. Uh. Trapped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I just thought that was interesting. So if you think about Pennhurst, it it seems like, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Yeah. It has a very good mix of things going on here. Yeah. This is like this is like Trans Allegheny level. Maybe even better. Yeah. With with the variety. Alright, well uh, how would you score the residual at this place? And again. How would you score the residual at this place? (laughs) Knife. There's quite a a bit of residual here. Knife. I think there's quite a bit of residual here. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I I think, I mean, they stated that there's very much past patients walking around this place, which probably yeah. has a lot of residual. It's mo- probably a lot of residual energy there. I would probably put this as a residual as a nine in this place. Yeah. I'm at a nine. I just got innocent. I know you've gotten that. Yeah. We were talking about the kids. Room. Uh, bathroom. That's interesting. Uh, intelligent, though. Oh, I think the intelligent level ranks up there with Trans Allegheny. Yeah, I think this is a ten spot for intelligent. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally down for that. Non-human is interesting. I think well, uh, I, th- demand, I think there's two, there's two major spots where I think there's a non-human entity. Quaker and Mayflower. Yeah. 45. 45. Far away. Far away. We have too many numbers now. <laughs> and I think, I think, and it says, mine says help. Weak. Mine says weak. Mine says stop and help. So this, um, this this non-human factor here. You have shadow people. You have shadow. Yeah, yeah, very sh- very well. Two spots that probably has very possible demonic activity. It sounds like you have satanic worship going on. In the building. satanic worship. That's that's interesting. This this might be a ten for non-human for me. I I, I think I have to. Agree there. I think it's that one step above that Trans Allegheny, and I th- I'd have to put it as a ten. Yeah, Trans Allegheny and Eastern Center are both at a nine, and I think this is just a little bit higher. Yeah. Now the poltergeist activity is Ooh, interesting, considering they actually touch on actual poltergeist activity when they give the descriptions of the paranormal activity that's going on. 
Yeah. Um. I. Uh, the highest we've given for Poltergeist activity is Waverly Hills. And that was a nine. That was a nine. Is it better than Waverly Hills on Poltergeist activity? I'm I'm not quite I th- there. I don't think it's better than. I'm. Is it equal to? It's it's close. If it's close, I'd have so to say it'd be at an eight. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Because Eastern State is a six, yeah. Trans Allegheny was a seven, Waverly Hills was a nine. Thinking yeah. it's better I'm, than I'm Trans Allegheny, a, but not necessarily as good as Waverly Hills. Yeah, I'm so lost. I, I like you. Uh, well, I'm sorry, you're lost. I like you too. I think. Yeah, eight uh, is good. I like eight. The window his- dead. <laughs> Which window? <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of windows too. <laughs> Mine got really quiet all of a sudden. Okay. The history of okay. this place. So it's not as historical as Eastern State. No, I way. think that might be. Well, our our last one might rank up there with a ten too. But I, I would, you know, I don't think it's even as strong as as Waverly or Trans Allegheny. You think? It's, I mean, it, I think it's. I, I might. I think I might give it an eight, but it's definitely not stronger than. Than an eight, I don't think it's stronger than an eight. I don't. I don't I'm honestly kind of with you. I don't know if it's equal to Waverly I'm, Hills. I'm at a seven. I think I, I was thinking seven with the history. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now we talk about the aspects of the haunting itself. So, so physical, physical apparitions, apparitions, touching, hot spots, cold spots. Hot spots, cold spots, yes, yes. This got this might be a ten. Is it higher than Trans Allegheny? I think it's if not equal. Okay, bye. That means they're coming over here. Uh yep. go to the Figueroa. Or go to the Figueroa, yeah. We really gotta check in on that place. <laughs> I went there and they were like, damn, our, our activity's ramped up in the last year. What the hell's going on? Uh, what the hell's going on? What happened? These ghosts keep coming, showing up. Because, let me see. Touch, shoved, scratched. I, yeah, I'm at a 10. I'm at a 10. I'm at, I'm at a 10 on the physical. Yeah. I think it's, it's higher than I'm at a, And I'm at a 10 on the voice here, too. Dude, every the, place that has in this place has EVPs going off. Uh, yeah, there's and, EVPs and, everywhere. Yeah, And, and just, cries and moans. And, yeah, that you're not even needing to record. Yeah, you can you, just hear with your own ears. Yeah. 
If I could give this an 11 for voice, I would. Yeah, this this place likes to talk. Trying. Yeah, you're trying? Uh, well, I'm glad you're trying. Keep trying and just keep talking to me. Okay. Uh, objects moving. Objects. That's the one thing that... Well, no, you got doors slamming. You got doors slamming. You got objects being thrown. You got objects moving on their own. But I'm not at a 10. I'm not at a 10. But I think I'm, I think I'm higher than a 6 for Eastern uh, State. Yeah, I'm not Waverly Hi. Hills or Trans-Allegheny. Yeah. Eastern State, I think we're higher than a 6. Yeah. I think I'm, like, right in between. I think I'm at an 8. I'm right in between those two. Okay. I was at a 7, so 8 works. Mechanical. This this is the this There's is a the, lot of power drains here. A lot of power drains with yeah. devices. Um Not a lot of lights going on and off in this not place. Not a lot of lights going on and off. Except for, you know, in paranormal investigations, lights going out, flashlights draining batteries, yeah, yeah. cameras going off, SLS going off. So I think I'm may I think I'm at a seven. Because I think it's a little bit a little bit better than Eastern State or Trans Allegheny, but not even close to Waverly. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Seven makes sense because I, I think it is better in Trans Allegheny Eastern State. But yeah, and not even close to mechanical of Waverly Hills. So yeah, seven seven makes perfect sense here. Okay. Emotional. This is a 10 place. Yeah. I was, I was going to wait for you to say something because I'm, <laughs> I'm at a 10. Emotional and danger, I'm at a 10. I'm, I'm at a 10. And, I'm and, scared of this place. This and, place scares me. And I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm, with, I'm right there at an 8 with you on, 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 on the danger level of yeah. this. Uh, See, that's the same. We have the uh, exact opposite with Eastern State. Yeah. So... So, 10 on the emotion, and then that means 9 on the danger. 9 on the danger. I don't know why this place doesn't scare me. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go on the Mayflower. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go see what the demonic activity is going on in Quaker Hall. I'll just go in there. <laughs> so, I have, so, I have an 89... Uh. Haunted level with a 97 danger bonus. Wait, wait. 10, 20, 30, 40, 49, 57, 64, 72. I was like, we have 510s on this 89, one. 89, 98. Oh, 98. Our, that's right. So, our haunted level, our original scoring was 99 to 100. Our danger level was 98 to 100. We scored this. And if you average that, those out, 
even if you took the low numbers, you'd be sitting at a 97. Right? Or 98. Halt. Uh, that, that, that's kind of right on par of what we're... We already scored this. Oh, you're getting the yawns, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had to get up early to go pick up my grandson, so... Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going on, like, three and a half hours sleep. Yeah, I'm past my bedtime, so... <laughs> And I have two open beers. <laughs> I just realized that. I'm like, oh, wait, I still got beer in this Ten. one. Wait a minute. Caution, dude. I thought I, I thought I finished that one off. I've got two beers open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having any more sake. I am done. Her. Her. Hmm. So, I, we got one more to do. We got Leavenworth. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> oh, God. Millions of copies sold. Donald Trump's The Art of... Having no legs, just toes. <laughs> Something's trying to talk to me in my fucking headset. <laughs> it's not me. I was trying to talk to you, but that wasn't me. Dude, that was... Okay, I, I missed what you said. Something about Donald Trump's. Okay. Shine. Millions of copies sold. Donald Trump's. The art of having no legs, just toes. <laughs> what? What was. Ta- what was. I'm just making sure it's like not outside something I'm hearing. That's that's weird. I don't know what was trying to come through. That was that's so Fort Leavenworth. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Eighteen twenty seven, oldest active US Army post west of DC. It was 
part of the Indian Removal Act, the Kansas-Nebraska Act. It was used for World War One and Two and the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Has over three dozen haunted houses inside this place. Yeah. Built in 1827. This is the second oldest active United States Army post west of Washington, D.C. And the oldest permanent settlement in Kansas. Is it the second oldest west? I have it as the oldest. It, it is says second the oldest. Second, it's the second oldest active United States Army post. West of Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. Oh, mine just says and, and the oldest permanent settlement in Kansas, Fort Leavenworth, has been historically known as the intellectual center of the Army. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, too. I'm watching me watching you. Um... <laughs> During the country's westward expansion, Fort Leavenworth was a forward destination for thousands of soldiers, surveyors, immigrants, American Indians, preachers, and settlers who passed through. On August 1, 1846, a Mormon battalion led by Colonel James Allen arrived at Fort Leavenworth. Colonel Allen became ill and died on the fort. A headstone marks his grave at the Fort Leavenworth National Cemetery. Today, the garrison supports the U.S. Army Training and Doctrine Command by managing and maintaining the home of the U.S. Army Combined Arms Center. The CAC's mission involves leader development, collective training, and Army Doctrine and Battle Command. Fort Leavenworth is also home to the Military Corrections Complex, consisting of the United States Disciplinary Barracks, the Department of Defense's only maximum security prison, and the Midwest Joint Regional Correctional Facility. In addition, Fort Leavenworth Garrison sur- supports numerous tenant organization prison. I just named three prisons. Um that directly and indirectly relate to the functions of the CAC, including the United States Army Command and General Staff College and the Foreign Military Studies Office. The fort occupies 5,600 acres and 7 million square feet of space in 1,000 buildings and 1,500 quarters. It is located on the Frontier Military Scenic Byway, which was originally a military road connecting to Fort Scott and Fort Gibson. Huh. <clears throat> Fort Leavenworth was also the base of African-American soldiers of the U.S. 10th Cavalry Regiment of the United States Army, formed on 21st September 1866 in, at Fort Leavenworth. They became known as the Buffalo Soldiers, yeah. nicknamed by the Native American tribes, whom they fought. The term eventually was applied to all of the African-American regiments formed in 1866. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm a little buzzed. So, I mean, this goes all the way back to the 18th century. Oh, yeah. 
Hey, it goes back to Civil War era. Yeah, this, this is gonna this is gonna really lead into the the historical the, aspect this of this. Play. This was the staging ground for freaking Custer's Last Stand. Yeah. I mean, there's the history of this place is automatically gonna be a ten. I mean, there's this. Who are you? I, I'm John. He's John. That's Dave. I'm uh, Dave. Related. Uh, pretty damn close. <laughs> closest to closest to related God. that you can get without being biological. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. So let's see. 18th century. The, the fort is 10 miles south. Of the 18th century French Fort de Cavanaugh, which was the furthest west fort in Louisiana. Its commandant was Francois Colon de Vere, a brother to Louis Colon de Vere, who was the only military count, count, the only military commander to force George Washington to surrender after wow. avenging the murder of his half brother. Wow. While in Washington's custody, which was the incident that set off the French and Indian War. Wow. The French abandoned the fort after ceding a territory to Louisiana at the conclusion of the French and Indian War. Early American explorers on the Missouri River to visit the area of Fort de Cavanaugh include Lewis and Clark. In 1804, and Stefan Herming Long in 1819. The fort location has been chosen then because of its proximity to a large Kansas tribe village. Kansas tribe village. Um, 19th century, Colonel Henry Leavenworth with the officers and men of the 3rd Infantry Regiment from Jefferson Barracks in St. Louis, Missouri, established Fort Leavenworth in 1827 to be a forward base protecting the Santa Fe Trail. Leavenworth's instructions were the following. Colonel Leavenworth of the 3rd Infantry with four companies of his regiment will ascend the Missouri and when he reaches a point on its left band near the mouth of Little Platte River and within a range of 20 miles above and below its confluence, he will select such position as in his judgment is best calculated for the site of a permanent containment. The spot being chosen, he will then construct with his troops of his command comfortable though temporary quarters sufficient for the accommodation of four companies. This movement will be made as early as in the convenience of the service. Leavenworth was to report that spot around the confluence on the east side of the Missouri River would be prone to flooding and on May 8th, 1827 recommended the location 20 miles upstream on the west bank in the bluffs above the river. Hmm. First army installation in Cantonment Leavenworth, the original name, was located on Scott Avenue south of Post Chapel, 
with initial strength of 14 officers and 174 enlisted. Cantonment was almost immediately increased in importance as it become, became the eastern terminus for the Santa Fe Trail and Oregon Trail. After the Indian Removal Act of 1830 attempted to remove all Indians west of the Missouri-Kansas border, the fort, which was west of the border, assumed even more importance. In 1832, it was named Fort Leavenworth. Are you, re- are you like reading the whole Wikipedia page or what? <laughs> I'm, it's interesting. I'm fascinated. I'm reading it by, cent- by, by century. There's like all kinds of stuff. Then it talks about Civil War, the Reconstruction, the 20th century. I'm like, holy cow. I'm going to read all this, goddammit. <laughs> Pick and choose, damn it. Pick and choose. <laughs> I don't have to cover one eye yet, so I'm doing okay. Oh, sorry, I had to give you shit on that one. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Damn it, keep going, Dave. Thanks, John. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay, fast forward to it was declared a National Historic Landmark in 1960. <laughs> Give me 10 men and 48 hours. I'll get you cultural appropriation. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so wrong. Oh shit! Oh. I like oh. this box. It's funny. <laughs> oh, um, oh, wow! It, this place was a part of a lot of shit, though. So, so much. I mean, like you said, like so many buildings are haunted. The three dozen haunted houses on this place, yeah, not including the towers. Yeah, I, I I was just gonna talk about five. <laughs> yeah, but Dude, but have, I mean, yeah, the number eight tower where the man shot and killed himself. He's actually seen walking around. Other barracks, um, mm-hmm. receive phone calls from that tower where there's yeah the, the tower has no phone in it. But yeah, yeah, the switchboard lights up as tower number eight, but there's no phone there. How could Tower 8 be calling us? Catherine Sutter is seen at the cemetery. I don't know. Who's Catherine Sutter? Why does that name sound familiar to me? It's been way too long since I took history. 
Gene's like, who is Catherine Sutter? <laughs> Priest who died in a parish fire seen at the new parish. That's funny, because that's um, 632 Thomas Avenue, built on the sign of the... F- site of the former site of the St. Ignatius Chapel. Father Fred was burned to death in a fire that burned down the chapel. That's the third time it said goodbye to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave. Maybe it's three um, different spirits. <laughs> when, when a new house was built on the same spot, his apparition has appeared in, in the house's fireplace, yes, in the kitchen, and other places throughout the house. Strange noises being heard throughout the house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Rope figure so, yeah. in picture over the second church. Burned down. Why am I feeling that's... I wrote that down wrong. (laughs) So, um, first place I have is the house at 18 Summer Place. Sumner Place. I'm trying not to be disrespectful. Um, In the 1970s, an apparition described as being a middle-aged woman in a wool skirt lived in the house's attic and loved to look through the attic window to study people down below in the yard and on the street. She would smile at them. She also liked to help the family living there with the household chores. <coughs> one, one night, the family was surprised to see this matronly apparition washing their dishes in the sink. After her kitchen duty debut, she made herself visible to the family members at many times. Also, when going up and down the stairs, sometimes family members would feel her presence brush up against them, leaving cold spots and places of contact. One of the children told the parents that this nice lady would read stories to them until they went to sleep. Wow. The parents found a mysterious book in the child's room that they'd never seen before, and it didn't belong to them. Huh. Physical manifestation or something. That's Pretty fucking amazing. That's that's great. Um, let's see. While the this at, while this apparition housekeeper and nanny loved the little children in the family, she had animosity toward the children's babysitters and grandmothers, whom she considered her competition. Sometimes the visiting grandma <laughs> would be firmly pushed out of the upstairs nursery. <laughs> Or the babysitter would find children's beds neatly remade after she had already turned down the covers for bedtime. <laughs> While most of the families who lived in this house found their maternal apparition housekeeper Jen. amusing and didn't mind living with her, one family in 1975 was so scared of her and didn't want this ghostly helper. They asked the chaplain to perform an exorcism on the house. While it successfully got the help from Matron to leave the house, she simply floated to the house next door. Yes. 
However, she never appeared to the family living there, but they did hear her soft footsteps in the attic overhead, rattling in the turning of doorknobs. Cats and dogs would be chased off the off the second floor of the house by an unseen presence. Oh well, she's like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> but I do need a new Ruth. place to live. <clears throat> I know. Let's see, what is it? General Custard is actually seen roaming on the first floor of the general's residence. Yes. The old disciplinary barracks, there's, they find a person walking around. They see a man pointing a rifle. <clears throat> phone calls, unexplained phone calls. Building 65, unused elevator. Oh, what happened there? That's where those 14 freaking prisoners freaking died. Yes. During the shift, and they can actually still hear the screams inside the elevator. On the third floor of the old display barracks, they actually see a man in a wheelchair going around. Alfred's quarters is a man with a mustache and goatee. Seen in the fireplace, also seen in the bedrooms and bathroom with razor and cream, loud footsteps on the stairs, doors slamming, scratching noises, loud crashes, cold spots inside that place. Maybe. There are still 298 unclaimed soldiers there. There's so many. I'm getting to that. <laughs> I'm not having another shot. Don't even quiet. do that to me. Be quiet. <laughs> Be quiet. <laughs> I think um, what stands out to me is the the uh, the serial killer that actually killed people, raped and killed them. Yeah, on, on the property. On property. Yeah, and the the abandoned uh, uh, prison area or whatever, yeah, and that uh, was eventually uh, killed there. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I hear you too. Yeah, they actually caught him and killed him there. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of the Lemonworth detention facility. Uh, 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 yeah, that's just the detention facility. That place is haunted mm-hmm. as hell too. But they don't talk a lot about that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong no. Hand. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, they don't. They don't talk about that penitentiary lot. But that penitentiary is still being used, if I remember right. Yeah, I know they closed down the, parts of the, it. They closed down the old penitentiary, yeah. but they built the new deten- detention facility. Yeah. And that's still active. Yeah. But that's that old penitentiary. That's the spot. That's <laughs> nasty. Nasty. Shadow figures. Um, demonic activity. Yeah. Reports of satanic worship and crazy. rituals this, there. Yeah. And this is 
on federal land, dude. I mean, you can't get in that place. You can't. Yeah. This is a, a <coughs> picture of the, the inside of that that old prison. I'm cleaning up all the old fallen brick. Mm-hmm. No wonder it's all crazy in there. Look at all the shit they tore out. Yeah. This is this is the this is a nasty spot, and I mean, and if we would if we were talking about just one building in this place, uh, if we were to talk about one building in this place, I think we'd have we'd be able to talk about just like we were talking about every single one of these one buildings. Yeah. So this, but this has. So many other thirty six buildings that are haunted. Things, <laughs> yeah, things around that are haunted. I mean, you know, if you just oh. talk about the old prison, is just as a that's like that place rivals Penhurst or Eastern State. Just the yeah. the old prison it's area. The old prison area. Yeah. And then you've got the hospital, which probably rivals uh. Ravel. Ravelly Hills in yeah. its activity. Oh, yeah. And then you've got the houses, oh, the houses around, us. Like I said, yeah, the around the area. This is this is like an all in this is like an all encompassing and they do ghost tours here. Greetings. This yeah. This is something before yeah. I remember we were talking about this before that they actually do ghost tours on property here. On base here, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you can go. I mean, there's just certain areas they don't allow you to go into. But yeah, and one of the places is that old prison area because yeah. it's all condemned and gnarly yeah. and stuff. But I'd I'd walk around the outside of it for yeah, sure I, and I, see I, if I could get something. I remember how shocked I was when we pulled that up that you could actually go in here you. and and do a ghost tour at Fort Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. Mind you, you all have you know M16s and M14s and everything pointing at you the whole damn time. But <laughs> there will be armed guards everywhere. Catch mm-hmm. thirty. thirty hidden hidden. Huh. Ah. Uh. The residual on this place is off the charts. Yeah. It's a 10 and then some. The intelligence in this place is off the charts. Yeah. It's it's another 10. It's another 10. Now, the non-human is where... I don't want to say I'm iffy. I just don't know how high I want to go for the non-human. So I look. Is it better than Waverly Hills? I think it's better than Waverly Hills. Yes. Is it as good or better than Eastern State at a nine? Or Trans-Allegheny, which is also a nine. Or Trans-Allegheny, which is also a nine. Is it equal to or better than? I don't think it's better than those. I don't think it's better than those either. I'm actually, I'm thinking it's an eight. I think it's an eight, yeah. I think it's in between Waverly, Eastern State, and Trans-Allegheny. 
Okay. Poltergeist. Well, this is the this is the hard one, I think. Morgan, remember one of the things that we talked about this place was we think we think that Fort Leavenworth is covering some of this. Yes, yes, yes. But there's still Where so much, <clears throat> so many reports of stuff happening there. It's, it didn't say where am I. It said where are we. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we 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 are here. Uh, you you are here. You're. Uh, uh, I don't know how to answer that one. It said we. There's a multiple. <laughs> oh, you stress? Well, relax, man. It's beautiful Colorado. Chill out. Relax. Smoke some weed. Makes you feel better. I think the poltergeist activity is underrated in this place. Who is Basically. he? Oh, that's Dave. Yeah. I'm Dave. I But then, you know, they don't really talk about a lot of poltergeist activity. Yeah. We almost have to put an asterisk on this, but I think... I'm going to put it... Knock. I would say, I'm going to put it as a six, because I'm... Okay, I'm I was at a seven. Okay, well then now then we go seven. Yeah. And I'm just gonna write ten next to history, so you don't have to read the whole Wikipedia page. Yeah. Okay. Let's start over with the Wikipedia page because somebody wants to be an asshole. The first army installation. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I was, I was we doing were, the numbers while you were being an asshole. <laughs> we we didn't talk this much on it the first time. We <laughs> uh, so let, let's go. <laughs> oh, you pulled out more cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Rub-a-dub-dub. Blank in a tub. Blank in a tub. Colluding with Russia. <laughs> rub a dub, rub a dub, dub. Colluding with Russia in a tub. Oh my god! Another, <clears throat> another Trump thing, I guess. <laughs> oh, all right. So yeah, history is a ten. If I could give the history a twelve on this one, I would. Yeah. Um. Okay. So physical ten. Ten. <laughs> She was washing dishes, man. <laughs> she washed the dishes. She brought her own book. She brought her own book and left it there. She brought her own book and left it there. Physical she read to the kids. It's a, um, voice phenomena. It's a tent. It's a tent. She read a book to the kids. She read a book to the kids. Why are you going off on the other stuff? This is just that that's one just, person. That's just one house. <laughs> Objects. Objects moving. So this kind of goes in line with the poltergeist activity. I'm not quite very, I'm not very high up. There is, there are objects moving. There's doors opening and closing. There's someone washing dishes. Someone washing dishes. There's beds being made. Beds being made. And it's all by that one lady. Yeah, this is just that one house. Uh, Like I said... (laughs) This is a this is the, a one the ghost house. nanny the ghost nanny yeah ghost you know ghost Mary Poppins 
scratching noises. That's part of voice. That's voice. Yeah, okay. I I'm a, I'm going to go with 8 on the objects. Yep. Yeah, I'm down for that. Mechanical or electrical? Mechanical electrical. I I don't know how high I can put this one. You have the elevator. Oh. Yes. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of stuff. Well, you got you got the bathroom being used. Yes. Door slamming. That's, that's <sighs> I guess that, that's kind of mechanical. It could be objects moving too, but yeah, mechanical would be like if the if the lock lock was being locks unlocked. and unlocks. Yeah. yeah. And if it's a like an <clears throat> electronic door that opens, like a prison door or something, that would be mechanical. Tea party in the parlor. Um, considering all the buildings, too, all the. Oh, yeah. Thirty six buildings. <sighs> Thirty-six buildings, all experiencing some kind of activity. Not to mention the stuff that they're. It's in Leavenworth, Kansas. Yeah. I I might go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eight on the mechanical. Yep, that's where I was. I had the hands up. <laughs> oh, I wasn't even looking up. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go eight on the. <laughs> <clears throat> Emotion. Just a ten. Yeah. It's a it's me alone. It's a ten. It's a ten. Mine just said leave me alone too. Huh. Fine then. I'll leave you alone. Maybe. Maybe. Late. Leave me alone, maybe. Okay, danger level. I think the danger level is massive here. I think the danger level is pretty damn freaking high here. I yeah. Is it a ten? That, is it a ten? Is it a ten? Because we've only agreed on one ten so far. Yep. And that was Trans Allegheny. That's Trans Allegheny. We swapped eights and tens on Penhurst and Eastern State, which gave it a nine. Yeah, and then Waverly Hills, we gave was, an eight. Was an eight. Both of us. It is this place another ten, which is weird because we thought we were going to have tens across the board. Yeah, I mean, I th- I knew we were going to have high, but I was figuring nines and tens. I didn't expect an eight. No, I Hills. actually I I that was pretty low. Yeah, I thought that was pretty low. Am I? At, are are we at a ten on the? Da- I'm at a ten on danger level. Yeah. Me too. Just, because, <laughs> just the just the sheer sheer volume of stuff going on. If we were to pick one building, maybe not a ten, but because there's this whole three fort. dozen buildings on yeah. this fort that all have some sort of intelligent activity. 
I mean, I think Custer's ghost is residual. Dude, this is a. Did you I get a ninety-one? I yeah, I got a ninety-one. That's a hundred and one. It's a hundred and one. We said this place was going to be our hardest spot. Yep. Which, if if we go by divided by two, then that would make it a ninety-six. Yeah. For danger. It's be a ninety-five for Penhurst. Ninety-four for Penhurst. Ninety-four for Penhurst. But still, we had a, we we talked about this before. We that we thought that Leavenworth would be our our most dangerous place. Our yep. highest score out of all five of these. Yep. <clears throat> I was not expecting Eastern State to be the lowest score, though. Yeah, I agree with that. Then. I, wow. So, Leavenworth, Penhurst... <laughs> Then you have to go Waverly, then Trans-Allegheny, and then Eastern State, right? Yep. Joshua. Wow. Chair. Joshua's about... That's that bullshit. Can't they fire can't fire me, me for a little, little taste, taste of, of penis. penis. <laughs> Cards, <laughs> oh, that's this vodka sake. Vodka sake. blended with sake. Sakya. Sakya. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm done. Two shots. That was it. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. I'm not. Not messing with that anymore because I forgot how many beers I had open. What is this? So they're reading Wikipedia aloud. <laughs> I'm going to recite the entire history of this place, God damn it! I'm like, did he forget we're on a show? <laughs> he just sitting there reading. I just kept on going. Shine. You were shining, Dave. That's right, you I was shining. shining. <laughs> don't, don't put a bubble over my life. <laughs> I have been promoted to Grandpa. I am shining. <laughs> Okay, tonight's episode, five most dangerous, most haunted. Not. <laughs> Is there anything that surprised you on these oh, five? Oh, Eastern State surprised me, for sure. I thought Eastern State would be... Uh, a lot higher, huh? A lot higher. I don't know if it would... I, I don't know if it would be still be five on the list. I, I think that... But I would, I would, I would have expected... 80s. At least an 80. Yeah. It's not a And at least a 90 total. Canada. Blame Canada. I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at the score for... I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm surprised that it's five. It would probably be five on my list. Um, 
but I'm surprised that the score was was lower. Was that low? I mean, it's still good. It's still a great spot. Oh yeah, I just I I, I didn't think we'd have anything lower than eighty. Not on the haunted level, no. I didn't think we'd do we'd have that on uh, on any of these five. I thought these guys would be way over. What did we give Eastern State? That was before we started scoring, no, right? Before we started scoring. Huh. So two did not have scores from that get go. Trans Allegheny and Eastern State. And Eastern State. I'm I'm surprised we gave Trans Allegheny that good of a score. <sighs> Until we actually talked about it. Yes. And now I'm excited about that place. Yeah. Now, now Eastern or, uh, Leavenworth, what I didn't tell you is what we, how we scored before. So we had the haunted level for Leavenworth at 100. Yeah. Like there was no 98 to 100 like we did with Pennard. It was, no, this place is 100. This is 100. The danger level is 80 to 90. I think we were a little bit a little different on there, so we would put 80 to 90 on there. <clears throat> okay. And we're, after talking about it more, we're like, no, this is a 10. Yeah. I think the, <clears throat> which, I think the big one, of course, Eastern State stick out at me. Uh, we actually have our first that, over 100. <clears throat> yeah. But Trans Allegheny and Waverly Hills both have it in Creeper. And possibly and Eastern potentially State Eastern State having a creeper. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's a shadow figure that crawls on the walls. That's like that's creeper. They don't call it a creeper, but that spells creeper to me. And I, I'm, I like the fact. I think Leavenworth was too. Four out of these five spots are completely self-contained. They have yes. all the stuff that they need. In the area. Yeah, that's interesting, too. The only one that doesn't is Eastern State. Eastern State, State, which is just a strictly a penitentiary. Just a strictly penitentiary, but it was, like, ahead of its time. Yeah. But they got arts and crafts, according to that page you kept up on. Yeah. I hit that place twice. It's the the nighttime tours where you can do, yeah. That shit was hilarious. It was funny as hell. I was like, oh, my God. So next week, wow! I almost dropped that. Shit! What are we doing next week? We are talking. We're talking Italy, right? Italy, Venice, Italy, and the island That's, with the skulls, yeah. with the bodies. Yeah, you've been wanting to talk about that for a while. I've been wanting to talk about that for a while. That's gonna be a good show too. I think. I think. I mean, I, I happy birthday, Dave. This is a good show. <laughs> yeah, good show, bro. I gotta think about what we're gonna do for. We got a Father's Day show. Oh yeah. I don't know for if I'm gonna be able to do that show because my daughter's baby showers that night. <laughs> that day, I think. Uh, yeah, the 18th. Sure what... That's the 18th. Day. 18th. Okay. 
So I'll have to think about something for there. Uh, we just, yep. they, yeah, they just sent out all the invitations and everything. So, Do we want to do <clears throat> the show on Father's Day? Or do you want to do... I can't do the show on Father's Day because that Monday I have to be up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so maybe, and then, yeah, I can't I can't do the 9th of July because it's my yeah, anniversary, anniversary and you and I both will be castrated. Yes. If we do a show, <laughs> if we do a, if we do a show on July 9th, yeah, we, neither of us right. will come out of that with PP. But, yeah, man, Italy's going to be a fun one. It'll be fun, and then I think we're doing two locations in a row. Are we doing two locations? Schedule here. Come on. There we go. Yeah, we're doing Venice, Italy on June 4th, and then Charleston, South Carolina on June 11th. That's right. Torture. And then, if that's the case, then we'll take a break the following after. We'll take a break on the 18th, so we'll not do a show then. And then we'll do something else on the 25th. <coughs> will be our next show after that. Yep. And my my I guess technically my birthday shows the second of July. Okay, so yeah, you got to decide what you want to do for your birthday show. Two days after my birthday, oh, both of our birthdays were on Thursday this year. Yeah. <laughs> I I would think that guilty. guilty. I would think that both of our shows. Uh. I think both of our birthdays are on the same day. Yeah. Every year. Every year. Hmm. Number of days don't change. No. So. Interesting. So your, your birthday is the 30th or? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, so, yeah. yes. And then we'll take the following guys. So yeah, you got to decide what you want to do for your birthday. I'm excited to, I'm excited to get on that. That'll be fun. This was this was good. I'm glad we scored these. Yeah, uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> it's nice taking some of those older ones and putting them on the new scoring. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I think. I think that's the end of the show. Yep. <laughs> I think I think we're good. Let's yeah. call it a night. Let's call it a night. Uh, I want to thank everybody that listened and watched. Uh, of course, the comments always appreciative. Uh, I also want to thank Anchor. Anchor is what allows us to take the audio portion of this live broadcast and throw it out to all those great podcast sites. They do it completely free for you. They even do all the hard work for you. Just download the audio. They'll take it and throw it out to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Breaker, 
all different kinds of places for you. Uh, they do it, again, absolutely free. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, go ahead and check them out. And, of course, I want to thank Restream. Restream is what allows us to do the multicasting to where we're not only on the Spiritual Spirits Facebook page, but we're on YouTube with Spirit Spirits with John and Dave, uh, Twitter, Spirit Spirits, Vaughn Live, Spirit Spirits, and Twitch, Spirits Spirits. So thank you, Restream, for allowing us to do that and giving us the opportunity to do that. Man, uh, we will be back at 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, 9 Eastern on June 4th. June 4th. <laughs> I was trying to say July. On June, June 4th, we're going to talk about 4th. some nice haunted spots in Italy, including this famous uh, island that Dave has been wanting to talk about for almost two years now. Right now. <laughs> and he's had a lot to drink. Happy birthday, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it just said possessed. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to get out of here. Dave, want to hit the button so we can get on out of here? Hit in the button. Oh, hit the Take button. care, everybody. Have a great rest of your Memorial weekend. Absolutely. And we'll see you next week.